0: This show is part of the Miles Offside Podcast Network. Visit twitter.com/milesoffsidepod for more information. And now, on with the show.
1: Prick. and a oh,
2: fucking asshole. <laughs>
0: I am joined by my asshole co-host, Chuck Bailey, and our nicer co-host and super producer, Ian Stimson. hi Ian, something's gone horribly wrong when you're being referred to as the nice one.
3: Yeah, definitely. And this is how we start the 50th episode, is it? With a n- yeah. not-clean start? Yeah.
0: yeah, no, 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 it'll be perfect. Welcome to our <laughs> 50th episode, super mega-spectacular! 51st.
3: Oh, don't do <laughs> that. <laughs> Nice, nice. People will think there's a lost podcast.
0: There might be. There is.
3: There is. Yeah?
0: The one we recorded at that pub in uh, Covent Garden when I was over there.
3: There was nothing being recorded then. That audio would not be fit for release.
0: Well, we made it, boys. 50 episodes. That's no joke. We also completely missed our birthday, which was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or something at this point.
3: Ah, whatever. Now
1: nah, we're all old enough.
0: Oh, man. Did you really think we'd make it this far, boys?
1: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> immediately honest definitely not didn't think I'd still be doing this a year fucking later <laughs> well you thought we'd have made it by now you would have been on the podcast uh, gravy train yeah I thought I'd be on like I don't know
1: one of those shit ICV2 shows or something Yeah. Um, raking in that fame dollar
0: replacing uh, James Corden on American Late Night TV
1: yeah sure as the resident <laughs> <laughs>
0: Off to an early start today with the beep machine. Oh man, well, it is our 50th episode and we are very, very honored to have been able to do this for so long with people actually listening to us, which is honestly very nice. So we thought we would make today's episode mostly about you, about the fans. So it's going to be a big, super mega mailbag spectacular. We got a ton of questions over the last few days. Super producer Ian has been collecting those, um, but we will start as we always do with some rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Our top story this evening, Gary Monk has been sacked as Birmingham City Manager after only 15 <laughs> months at
1: the club. I specifically said we weren't doing this news story. No one cares about <laughs> Birmingham. Next. Well,
0: you know, it'll matter when he's appointed uh, Crystal Palace next. Manager in a few months. Not
1: nah, next. Next,
0: okay. All right, well, to keep it with the big storylines, Italian legend Andrea Pirlo sues lookalike who pretended to be him for two years to get free designer clothes. Chuck, what's the longest amount of time you've pretended to be a celebrity to get free clothes?
1: I have never done that. To be honest, if the guy does look like Pirlo, like, why is he using that to get clothes? Like, get get some ladies. You don't need to be thieving. Oh, well, if like... you
0: look like Pirlo, I'm sure you
1: don't have problems getting ladies. Yeah, exactly. So just... Why are you going to get caught for that? Why do you need the clothes? You've got the face and everything. Ian, do you get free stuff for
0: being mistaken for Phil Collins or?
3: Good. Yeah. I just walk around singing to Susudio <laughs> and uh, people just throw, throw stuff at me. Free drumsticks, dr- free
0: drumsticks
3: or. Um... Yeah. Scalp oil. Yeah. <laughs> Sun cream.
0: <laughs> do you have anyone who's like genuinely a celebrity doppelganger for you?
3: Kelly's cousin specifically thinks I look like James McAvoy, but only as Mister Tumnus in the Chronicles of Narnia.
1: I could see that actually.
3: Straight away, everyone says, "Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you half goat weirdo. Yeah,
1: because of your goat
3: legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. not many yeah. people know that he and me that because of my cloven hooves." <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I get the comedian uh, Matt Ford as well. I don't know him. No, he's a uh, Nottingham Forest loving political comedian.
0: Mm, sounds ugly. <laughs> Wow.
3: Well, I'm, gonna, I'm getting it this week, aren't I? Clearly. Yeah.
0: Love yep. you, Ian. <laughs> uh, Maurizio Sarri has officially left Chelsea and has been appointed as Juventus manager. Anything really to say here? I figured we have to include it because we're doing a news wrap up and it's something we've talked about so long, so it's official. But how about you guys? As uh, What are your departing thoughts for Maurizio Sarri, since you've probably heard me talk too much about it at this point?
1: What was the point? <laughs> what was the point? What was the point? <laughs> That's all. If you're going to bid him after one season, which was a successful season... Mm, was it? Yep. Yeah, yep. it was. Yeah. Okay, so at the start of the year, would you have classified the Chelsea squad in the same league as the Liverpool and Man City to be genuinely competitive?
0: No, not right. at all.
1: Did they sign any players to make them genuinely competitive?
0: No, not at
1: all. They were runners-up to that team, won the Europa League and got to the league cup final where they lost to man city a team which you just admitted is better categorically than chelsea yeah it uh, it never it never makes sense to me when clubs right or wrong whatever it never makes sense when they bring in managers with such strong identities and ways of playing and ethos yes. etc and then just give them one season it categorically doesn't work so it's very very strange
0: i do agree that it was um a poor decision to appoint him in the first place, because he's so like set in one specific system, mm-hmm. and a big club like that, like it's very, very, very hard to come into a very big club and then be able to do that successfully. Most people don't make it to the point where that turns out to be successful, unless you're like Pep Guardiola. Basically, he's the only person who gets the benefit of the doubt for a long enough amount of time to transform it.
1: I'd say Klopp more than Guardiola. is didn't,
3: you know, just only just won something with Liverpool and been there. What that's his fourth season. There were comparisons when Klopp first started with his record and Brendan Rodgers' record and stuff. There, but you know, there were noises definitely. Mm. That's true.
0: That is true. I don't know. I feel like Klopp did just enough to tick along. Yeah. Um, whereas, sorry, like I'm sorry, but the Europa League isn't that impressive, and we came in fourth barely. Like that's really the that's the way a Chelsea fan would summarize the season. Is okay, great. I mean, some Chelsea fans don't,
1: but. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's a bad season. We've said it before. No, like, you I don't need think it was to, a bad You need season. to take a direction, and so you know. I think if, he was a
0: particularly bad fit, though. Like he did not get along with anyone, really.
1: Well, I think the only way it works is if they, if you're 100 back a manager like that in any situation, any club. If you're, if you're trying to change an ideology or or have a certain specific way of playing, you have to back that person to the hilt. Fair and enough. They didn't. They bought Jorginho and they let him kind of loan Higuain.
3: Yeah. I mean, is as well. Is that just it now? Chelsea are just ruled by the players, no matter what. I mean, they always have been since I've been around. Certainly for a decade at least. But like, it just feels like you—you you know your big, you really strong characters have gone. Yet still,
0: I'm very, very, very curious to see what happens next year if the Lampard thing officially goes through. Which even Harry Redknapp was like, "Yeah, no, he's gone."
3: Is anyone else being talked about for that job? No, not Lamp- at all. Yeah, no. Okay, I just wonder whether I missed anything. I'm
0: genuinely curious to see because. They also have cleared out a lot of the players, and now it's basically going to be the kids and Frank, and they can sort of form
1: their own identity. Mm. The kids and Frank. Sounds like a TV show.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, to keep going with the news, uh, speaking of Italian people on the way out the door, Michel Platini has been, quote, questioned, although other news stories have this as arrested, over awarding the World Cup to Qatar by French anti-corruption investigators.
1: Corruption? Corruption? FIFA? Platini? Nah. <laughs> nah. Who'd have thunk? Surely some mistake. From out of absolutely nowhere, suspicions about the 2022 World Cup? Nah, nothing suspicious there for me. He'll be released. That's absolutely fine.
0: He definitely will be released, yeah. yeah. Do we think that... A, is there a t- the answer's going to be no. Chuck's already about to cut me off before I finish the question, but <laughs> is there even no. a turning point where there's enough arrests and corruption and bad PR for FIFA that they're like fine fuck it we're taking it away from Qatar and we're just giving it to someone who's ready tomorrow
1: no cuz there's so much money involved yeah but that money's already changed hands no not all of it they get more remember we said before they get a lot more when it
3: actually happens oh there was something dodgy with TV companies and stuff wasn't there i think so
1: and and Qatar the the Qatari royal family said that they'll give them like x amount of millions on the day that the competition starts so that it has actually gone through almost like a bonus payment on top of everything they've already given them.
0: Right. Okay, so it's like a hazard contract situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where there's like, way. it's it's 90 million, but with incentives, it comes out to like 750 and you're like, whoa, okay. What?
3: When Qatar win the Ballon d'Or, which could happen, I mean.
0: Yeah, genuinely.
3: <laughs> who knows? If they, if they opened up the thing and it said Qatar, be like, yeah, fair enough.
0: Is there not also, like, a political game where Infantini would want to sort of tear down Platini's legacy, Platini and Bladder, and just be like, fuck them, they did this, and I'm here, and I'm gonna burn it down to make them look even worse after they've already been arrested, and blah blah blah,
3: blah. just like- What, and, and and take the cup away from Qatar.
1: Yeah. Well, no what he wants to do is he even now at this late stage wants to make it a shared one and try to extend it, but he wants to make Qatar share it with Saudi, I think. I I can't claim to be an expert in Middle Eastern politics. However, them's not friends. <laughs> <laughs> them's not friends. With anyone. No, uh, so it's just uh it's money innit? it. Money.
0: Well, fine to take it to our next story then to switch it over to a world cup that is bringing happiness in the world. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> Ian, how you feeling, bud? Yeah, good. 13-0. Good.
3: <laughs> that sweepstakes looking good.
0: Yep. Goals from Alex Morgan in the 12th, 53rd, 74th, 81st, and 87th, as well as Lavelle in the 20th and 56th, Horan in the 32nd, Mewis in the 50th and 54th, Rapino in the 79th, Pew in the 84th, and Lloyd in the 90th plus two.
3: And that's all we've got time for. See you next
1: week. playing thailand is just the tonic you need evidently to get yourself going (laughs) suspended golden boot bet in um four usa players scoring on their debut um a one of the worst goalkeeping performances i've ever seen in my life
0: genuinely um
1: and the argument as to whether usa celebrating like mentalists going 13 nil up is disrespectful Who knows?
0: I'm sorry. If you score for your country at the World Cup.
3: Yep. Fuck that. That
0: might be your one and only time that you ever get to do that. That might be the last time you get to do it, even if you're a veteran. Like,
1: fuck that. You see, if the only time you can score at a World Cup is against a team like that, then chances are you probably shouldn't be at the World Cup. And that's why it's kind of like, come on now. Like, you can nah, talk afterwards that. about being gracious and whatever and going up to and, hey, keep your heads up high. That's, I don't know, that's just like flushing a kid's head down the toilet and then fist bumping him afterwards. Like, it's not, doesn't work.
0: Uh, I'm not about that shit. Anyone should celebrate any goal that they score as much as they possibly can to the fullest extent of fucking celebratory abilities. Like, go in hard, baby. Goals are hard to score.
3: What about the argument that they should have, like, after 9-0 gone a bit easy on them?
1: No, fuck it. You're at the World Cup. I agree. It's not a league game. I don't mind, like, stopping scoring, etc., but celebrating, like, mentalists every <laughs> single goal. Like, when you see the, the opposition you're against, like, it's not like it's the final. It's not, no, that's just, no, no. It's Huddersfield. It, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Huddersfield. It's like Liverpool. We gave, Huddersfield. That, they get worse celebration of the tournament. <laughs> Already.
0: All right. Well, that does it for Rapid Fire News. So now let's get to listeners. We love the listeners. We love hearing from the listeners. So, Ian, you have compiled a massive list of questions. Take it away.
3: A massive list of questions. Yeah. Being this was the 50th one, like Oscar's already said, we thought we'd try and get as many uh, questions from the listeners as possible. And you did not let us down. We've got a ridiculous amount. So we're just going to go. You did, though. You know who you are. You let us down. (laughs) Someone specific in mind there, (laughs)
1: yeah. uh they'll know they know who it is mm. i
0: know who it is too chuck i know we're on the same page good they should be ashamed of themselves genuinely <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: adam's at home being like is it me yeah. Is it I me? I sent a shitload.
3: <laughs> so our first one though is from um a namesake of yours oscar and i've i mean you have been known to ask questions of your own podcast before oscar so i was just wondering me whether never you'd... <laughs> i <laughs> would never hashtag content generator but um, this one came from Oscar Dalton, gentleman and a scholar. Great name. Great name. Great name. Great name. And he asks, "What players will be key when Eden Hazard is gone, and the two-window transfer ban is in process?" <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy.
0: Uh, actually, I'm curious to hear your guys' perspective on this. You you probably have way more opinions than you ever thought you would about Chelsea Football Club.
1: I've talked plenty about it. What do you guys think is going to be the key for Chelsea next year? Um, none of them getting injured—that's a big key. Okay. Um, probably not selling Willian because then just <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you have? Um, Marcus Alonso at striker.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually playing no,
1: actually playing Alonso as a winger—that makes sense. Just don't have anyone at left back. Have two left wingers. I mean, if it is Lampard, I guess.
3: Maybe actually use their academy players. How much do you think you're going to rely on uh, Pulisic?
0: I, for me, the answer is Pulisic and Odoy and Ruben. And as of now, only two, only one of those people will be healthy for the first half of the season. So that doesn't bode well. Um, but if Hudson, Odoy, Pulisic, and Ruben are all firing on all cylinders, I think it could be a huge year for them, growth-wise, because they're at that sort of exact inflection point where players either shoot up or they don't. And if they're good enough, like, they genuinely could take Chelsea to a similar position where they were this year, which is to say, like, fighting for fourth, if not clearly top four.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Frank Lampard gets fired because it's not good enough because you're Chelsea, right? Because fourth isn't good enough.
0: Fourth isn't good enough when you have Hazard. Fourth when you're breeding in new youngsters and you're a two-window transfer ban.
1: Yeah, but you only had Hazard. Fair enough. He's gone now. Bye. That's this whole question.
0: I would say I would say Pulisic as an American, probably I'm a little biased in that direction. And definitely Callum and Rubin if they can get healthy.
3: Defensively, um Rudiger really finished strongly, didn't he? Yes. I mean, and
0: if Christensen can come back in, or Kurt Zuma, who's been on loan for a few years, but I have a feeling we're gonna be seeing some old names back at Chelsea from the lone army. Zuma had an amazing season under Mourinho.
1: One of eight hundred.
0: Yeah. Um similarly Machuai could come back and be a bit we don't have a striker like Giroud is our striker for next year we don't have anyone else so him or even Tammy Abraham who I don't think they'd be inclined to do are going to come back defensively yeah but we have Rudiger we have Christensen Zuma could be important and Louise is still around
3: okay to move to another London club uh, Jason Robinson asks who would be a better acquisition for Arsenal Ryan Fraser or Wilfred Zahar Who's this, Jason? Who is this guy? <laughs> is he the rugby
1: player? Is he the England World Cup winner? Don't think so. Okay. In which case, fuck off, Jason. Um, Zaha's not going to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's
3: fine just to say Fraser. <laughs> you know, you don't have to. Could do. Could do. Fraser.
1: Is he, I don't know. Is he good? I'll tell you what.
0: Zaha playing across from Alex Awobi would be a very good look for Arsenal. Playing instead
1: of Alex Awobi, you mean?
0: <laughs> no. Iwobi's low-key super, super good. He doesn't get the love he de- that he deserves for reasons. I'm not entirely sure why, but statistically, he's like one of the better att- wide attacking players in the Premier League.
3: Arsenal's best midfielder in Fantasy Premier League as well.
0: Yeah. No, I think Kaylee and Goodman did like a whole episode about her a couple months back on... Uh,
1: but aren't you just the best player in whatever position at Arsenal in terms of fantasy football if you just don't get injured that season?
3: Because, (laughs) yeah, they're always, like, dead or dying. (laughs) Dead or dying. Yeah, I'm just, you know, just bringing it up that he's the best they had. And you would never own him. No, No. never. Zaha's saving himself for one more year
0: and then he can come over to Chelsea, the good side of London.
1: I've I've always said that, like, the only teams he'd probably fit in with are Chelsea or Liverpool. But obviously Liverpool, like, a couple of years ago before they you know, went to how they were. It just they right, 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 just right. kind of fits with the player because Man City, what's the point? He's not at the level enough where it needs to be kind of a, this is almost, City are almost going to get to like Galactico level with just picking up these amazing, incredible players everywhere, left, right and centre. Man United, he'll never go to. Tottenham, yeah, wouldn't really make sense. So Chelsea or Liverpool, I get that. There you go. Go Juventus. But not Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal shit. No one likes Arsenal. They can have Ryan Fraser, the
3: little squash frog. <laughs> but would he be the better buy for Arsenal, though?
1: I mean,
0: he's not better than Zaha, if that's basically the question. And I don't think he would fit as well as Zaha
3: would either, so no. There's been no no real talk of Zaha going in this window, is there? It's all, it's all wham-biz so far. Yes, that's been the only chance. Yeah, quite it? a yeah. bit of
0: rumours and, and bids there, right? It looks like he right now it's looking like Man United are in the lead.
3: Well, yeah, they're in for everyone,
1: apparently. Uh, that's what Sky Sports say. Isn't there a list that someone's written a list of about 80 people that Man United have been linked with since the end of the season? Yeah. And they've bought no one. Oh, no, they bought that one fast kid from Swansea. That's
3: the one. Yeah. He'll save them. He'll save them. Yeah, I, no. <coughs> Don't get it. Um, Johnny OG asks, are there any players for your club or international team that everyone else thought was shit, but for some reason you quite liked? Sort of like a one-person cult following. Let's call it a following to annoy Stimmers. Bleep. <laughs> Doesn't annoy me. I love a bleep. He loves a bleep. I didn't love the episode with 27 bleeps, but I'll take the one.
1: Was it really 27? Something like that. Damn.
0: Uh, well, at Chelsea, I always felt like I was defending John Obi Mikel against other Chelsea fans. I'm not entirely sure what his perception of him was outside the club. Um, but within the club, people would get mad when he was in the lineup. And he was always accused of only passing backwards and stuff. One of the first articles I wrote back uh, in my Chelsea index days was like a statistical analysis of all the different types of passes that Mikel plays and how he actually is a very progressive passer compared to a lot of people. Um, but I always felt like I was defending him, and I never felt like he got any credit for being genuinely one of the best center midfielders in the league when he was in his prime.
3: John Obi. Um Mine would be a striker that Peterborough United had when I was – about 17 called Howard Forrington and there's only one reason for this one and it's one of them stupid ones but basically I used to uh, stand beyond the goal with my mates and we were slagging off this striker because he was fucking useless and I was going basically all that happens is we pump a long ball up, he runs, he doesn't even look back at where the ball is and he just hopes it drops into his path. And as I was saying that sentence, a long ball came over, Forrington's running towards the goal, and I'm not kidding, the ball bounced off the top of his head because he wasn't even looking. The ball just bounced off the top of his head and went out for a goal kick. And I was just, it was one of the perfect moments that I was just like, this fucking twat here does not know what he's doing. (laughs) And like, as I was saying it, bounced off his head. Um, Howard Forrington... Made fifty appearances for Peterborough uh, over three years, injury prone. We got him for a quarter of a million pound, and he only scored ten goals in that time. Peterborough's the biggest club he played for. He ended up going to Oxford, Stevenage, Redditch United, Bambury United. Ended his career at Southern United. Um, and <laughs> none of
0: almost none of those have I heard of.
3: No, so. <laughs> so exactly. It goes right down the league. But I've got his Wikipedia open here. It says, um. At least he has a Wikipedia page. He has a Wikipedia page, yeah, that's true. Better than us. Exactly, we don't, yeah. Um, But it ends with Following his departure from Woodford, Forrington returned to the playing side of the game, signing for Southern United in late 2012. He is now a PE teacher at a bad school, but he's actually all right. I like him, and he has a nice beard. (laughs) 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 One of his students has edited his Wikipedia page, his last sentence. That's so funny. It's just, and it's all stream of consciousness. There's no punctuation. He's now a PE teacher at a bad school, but he's actually all right. I like him, and he has a nice beard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so
0: good, amazing. So, uh...
3: Howard Forenton.
0: Now, were the rules different back in your youth, as far as like when balls were allowed to play over the head, and well, that's I don't had they fully like solidified what soccer actually was yet, before,
3: or <laughs> what well, it actually was. It was before the offside rule. You could just. Hang around the goal, you know, do what you yeah, like. Yeah, just stand up, having
1: fags. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think, I, don't, I can't really think of a specific player that I really love for Palace, but someone that I've always found funny that turned out for us was Thomas Brolin, because obviously he he came to England in the Premier League as being like, held is potentially this big thing, um, and got to Leeds and then just became a big fat fucker. Um, I've now got his Wikipedia page open and have seen that in 2007 he was voted second in a Times poll of the 50 worst players to ever play in the Premier League. Who was one? That's good. I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's leave that for later I'll, I'll I'll do some deep dives and find okay. some good ones there right. you but have to come back the to reason and i can't remember if i've said this on the pod before but the reason i love thomas brolin so much is when when he was at palace which is in 98 um i was i was seven and i'd started going to games i've been going to games for a couple of years i think and he got he went off injured and had to have like his head wrapped, it was like a cut or bleeding or something like that, and he was down the far end of the pitch. So he's playing with like a big bandage on his head. And at one point, he jumped up to head the ball, and the bandage just flew off and went everywhere. And I turned to my sister and went, his head's exploded. And so (laughs) since then, I've always liked Thomas Brolin because he had an exploding head.
0: All of those answers were very on brand for us.
3: (laughs) Very much so. Yep um carmen asks uh fantasy football question how much do you think salah will be in next year's game 14 14 sure you don't play really anymore do you
0: nah uh i'm gonna say he's
3: thirteen. I, I think he started at 13 this year
0: he didn't have as good of a season though right so he's gonna go down no
3: he didn't he didn't have quite as good but he's still finished. But he's still good relative to other players i figure they'll do him like 12 12 and a half what was he this year but the thing is as well, that uh, I think he started at 13, but they always also like to balance it against ownership and everyone had him towards the end of the season. So I think there's a chance of him going up, even though he had a slightly worse season points wise. But the other thing is if he gets reclassified as a forward, if he gets reclassified as a forward, they've got to drop his price. No, it'll, it'll stay 13. No, it'll
1: stay. Yeah. if he If he gets reclassified, he'll stay as 13, I reckon. But they ought to drop it because he will lose clean sheet points. I understand that, but people no. Don't. But if he if he was still a midfielder, he would have gone up in price. So effectively, by I'm, keeping him the same price and moving him, they have dropped. If you see what I mean.
0: I'm just thinking back to other premium forwards that there's been, like Van Persie was 14, Kane was 12 yeah, and change. I know.
3: I started that season with my team name as Robin's too pricey, and then he had a fucking stormer. Yep. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I I I think 14s the most a player's ever cost, didn't they? That start. Gotta
3: be. I, I think. I think. As far as I, go, I don't know, maybe Ronaldo might have started at fourteen. One I didn't I'm play sure. back
0: then, but was Lampard ever?
3: Yeah, uh, for a little. For that there was a specific season where Ronaldo and Lampard were sort of must own.
0: Yeah, Lampard would score twenty goals a season from midfield. Mm. He yeah. did it like almost all of the years that, that he was at Chelsea.
3: When Yaya Toure was good, he was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In fantasy football. Suarez took all the fun out of it that season when it was just captain every fucking. Every yeah, week. you could just have Suarez and storage Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: SAS, as they called it on the Fantasy Football Scout cast, back when I really cared way too much about fantasy. <laughs> yeah. not That's not a judgment on anyone who cares a lot about fantasy. I meant too much relative to myself, Yeah, because all it did was make me miserable, and I am so much of a happier human being.
3: You're not planning on playing next season.
0: I'm going to play, but I'm going to pay as little attention as I did this year.
3: Yeah. If
0: we, okay. I hope we can still get a draft league going, because that I genuinely enjoy.
3: Yeah. But you don't like the uh, FPL format, do you?
0: Nah, the price. its just not enough like, nuance in the scoring
3: of points. Yeah, there isn't. And I mean, the people have been clamoring for ages for like a defensive midfielder position or something because there's just that whole swathe of players that are just you can't can't own because it's just pointless. Yeah. yeah, but how does that work then? I don't get how that would work. I don't know. You'd have to put some sort of tackle points, points in or yeah, something. basically
0: turns into how you score fantrax or yeah. the bonus point system. If you just made the bonus point system the actual scoring system, I would be all in. Yeah. I know that's an uncontroversial or opi- er, that's an unpopular take slash controversial opinion. But if they could they could tweak it a little bit. But at least that gives value to defenders, to defensive mids, to creative mids, even if they're not always assisting.
1: Yeah, mm. and you get like a five hundred point game week. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd still only get like twelve. You did alright this year, didn't you? Beat me. Yeah. But they've deleted it all now, so there's never going to be any record of it until the game starts again.
0: Was I like 500 points off you guys this year? I genuinely, I paid attention when I heard the word Double Game Week in our chat and then was like, nah.
3: No, I, I was I was probably somewhere around where you were, Oscar. I mean, just worst season since I've been playing seriously. Just terrible. Yeah.
0: I know I broke 2,000 because I've never not, I the last time I didn't break 2,000 was like my first season ever.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carmen also asks uh, which football player has the worst car. Now I did a little bit of research here because we have. Oh, I bet I
0: know the answer here.
3: Well, there's uh, there's no definitive answer. I mean, but we've talked we've talked footballers' cars before, so I just thought I'd like pull up some reminders of some real terrible ones. Um, Stephen Island used to drive around in some hideous black Range Rover with pink trim. Like pink alloys, pink lighting trim, and everything that looks fucking awful. He's not even—he wasn't even a good enough footballer to warrant having some sort <laughs> of crazy car.
0: There is a base level of quality required to be a complete douchebag, and people to be like, "Yeah, ah, you know what?" Fine. Yeah,
3: Stephen Ireland wasn't there. Yeah. Wasn't that? No. <laughs> I mean, that is a yeah, that is a shocker. If you see that, um, El, El Hajjouf had a gold wrapped yes uh, he Escalade. Did. Fuck me! It looks like a little matchbox car. It's—I mean, it's not. It's because obviously (laughs) I'm looking at a photo, but like fucking hell, it's just horrible. That is grim. Uh, Obviously, we've spoken about uh, Balotelli's cam camouflage uh, Bentley before. The camouflage Bentley. I thought it was the camouflage Lambo. Yeah, I thought so too. It's a Bentley. Oh, so Unless oh. you had two. That is
0: worse. That makes yeah. it so much worse. <laughs> worse a yeah. Lamborghini can be camouflage or hot pink, or one time I saw a Lamborghini painted like a slice of pizza. <laughs> like, that's fun. It had, like, pepperonis all over it and stuff. It was really funny, actually. Because um, it's a Lambo anyway. Like, it's already tacky to begin with. And I love a Lamborghini. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But it, they're inherently tacky. Oh, yeah. But a Bentley is, like, classy. When you're putting yeah. camouflage on a Bentley, you're just, like, just.
3: Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's so perverse. <laughs> Uh, Oh, this is good. Uh, David James, they had a car at uh, Portsmouth that was like a three-wheeled Robin Reliant and you had to drive it when you were the worst in training. And apparently David James just had it pretty much every week.
0: That's (laughs) really funny.
3: (laughs) So yeah, every week he has to turn up in this shitty blue Robin Reliant. Um, Your podcast, the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles, tweeted us. So I don't know whether that was you or... That was uh, me. To I, em- oh, okay. I forgot
0: which account I was logged into. I'm okay. logged into like three accounts on my Twitter app, and I just accidentally comment as one or the other all the time.
3: Your one, your podcast one, and then another one you use to troll celebrities and stuff, yeah? That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, okay. So uh, anyway, you asked, so I'm always always keen to hear about your competitive eating, but if you had to eat 15 pounds of any one food in one sitting, what would you choose?
0: Yeah, now just to clarify, because it didn't fit in a tweet, you can... Stand up and walk around, but you have a five-minute timer between bites. But other than that, you can sit. You can take three days and just eat very,
1: very slowly. Okay, that's fine. But you have to finish all fifteen pounds. Okay, and it can it has to be one item,
0: one food. But they can bring it out fresh. Like you don't have to get like a fifteen-pound mountain of chicken nuggets, and then two days later they're cold and disgusting. You can get like fresh, fresh
1: chicken nuggets every few minutes. I get that, and it's but what I mean is one specific item, not like a meal or
3: a cuisine or like uh um, no one
0: item. item yeah so like a pizza a chicken nugget a
3: could you have like a meal that's sort of like homogenous like a spaghetti bolognese or something
0: yes but it can't be something that um can be like like you can't have steak and potatoes yeah yeah yeah. okay but if it's all like assembled as one bite of food one thing that you, <laughs> you eat can have it if bite. you can have
3: everything in one bite yeah yeah okay
0: And Chuck's already like, well, can I blend something and then just drink a shake?
1: (laughs) No, no, because I've learned from you that's not a good idea, but you can win competitions. (laughs) Nice chicken wings. Some like different sauces or because it it triggered when you said nuggets and I thought I could probably do 15 pounds of nuggets. Nuggets
0: is a good, it's like a... You know, if you're unsure what to do, like give it a go on the nuggets, and I think a lot of people could do a lot of damage that way.
1: Yeah, as long as you can get an array of sauces as well.
3: As long as you got sure, yeah, you can do
0: ketchup and whatever else you want.
3: Okay, that that does mix it up flavor wise, at least I suppose. Exactly, keep you on your toes. Yeah. I mean when yeah, I didn't I didn't realise there were sort of these rules and I might be eating this thing for three days or whatever, but I didn't know which way to go with it. I didn't know whether well, to Well it's go. the
0: fifteen pounds. If you want to eat it in one hour you can. If you can.
3: <laughs> it wouldn't take three days to eat fifteen pounds of food. No, I think he was just giving you an example of, of what yeah. of what the rules are. But I don't know, I didn't know whether to go for something like not dense, like prawn crackers or something, and eat a shitload of them. <laughs> Like it just and now they've now i've got this sort of like extended time thing i think that might be the way to go i could just i could just munch on prawn crackers for for weeks uh that absorbs a lot in your stomach like you can't eat <laughs> Have you ever tried eating like
0: more more as much bread as you can until you can't eat any more bread probably not a thing that people do as i say it out
1: loud <laughs> no no and 15 pounds of food is 15 pounds of food ian I know, yeah. It they-
0: doesn't matter how dense <laughs> it is. I, uh, no, I understand. I no, just- no, no, no. I'm with Ian on this because 15 pounds of bread would be much harder than 15 pounds of chicken. Not if you're going to do it in a week. Well, you have five minutes between bites, so you basically have to keep eating steadily. Like, you can take a little break, but if it's been five and a half minutes, you're like, okay, no, you just you just aren't eating anymore. Right? You have to put some sort of timer on
1: it. And you'd have to be eating on the toilet, presumably, if you were doing that. <laughs> sure,
0: if you're t- planning on stringing it along as much as possible. mm but not all 15 pounds go down the same. I worry for you, Ian, with the crackers. Any sort of bread, anything that is like very absorbent, then would expand a, a lot.
3: It doesn't feel... No, no, but like this is like a... You, you know what I mean by like a sort of greasy but aerated crisp thing. Like, not... They're not sort of doughy or... I don't know. It's just... No, okay, yeah. maybe I don't know what you're
0: talking about then. Yeah. I'm picturing like saltine crackers.
3: I don't know what they
1: are. <laughs> I think... See, I think... Because I have this every Sunday at work when they cook the joints of beef, because it's amazing, and they cook it in a rotisserie, so that it stays, like, super juicy, and then when you cut into it, it's like, and that's about three kilos, and I think I could, could every week, every week, I'm like, I think I can do that.
0: Okay, so do you guys want to know the, like, experienced, I've tried eating food until I'm sick, many, many times answer? Okay. (laughs) Yes. It's fruit. Oh... Fruit would be horrible, but you can just keep taking it down and it runs right through you so you wouldn't have any problems with the actual storage. (laughs) Storage. I'm telling you, man, like, I'm pretty sure I've eaten like multiple pounds of strawberries on different occasions by accident. Like just like cut myself a mountain of strawberries in a big ass bowl like the big mixing bowls that people do for baking. Just fill it with strawberries and then just sit there and eat them.
1: That doesn't really sound like you've accidentally done it as well. That sounds like you've gone out and bought a shitload of strawberries. You've prepared you've them. cut the shitload of strawberries and put them in the biggest vessel you could find with the full intent of engorging yourself. I hate hate
3: it when I trip and that happens. Oh, all these.
1: Oh, and they've all been perfectly hulled and everything. No, that. But we're not talking about what can most efficiently
3: get through you. We're talking about one hundred and
0: fifty thousand dollars. That's the thing you could eat fifteen pounds of very easily.
3: Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't actually say that. Yeah, you did put a monetary element in there. Huh? Uh, I didn't. I didn't say that when I did the question. Uh, Oscar's offering a hundred thousand pounds or whatever to, to if you can do this. But I mean, we. I don't think it's either... added
0: incentive to not quit.
3: When I read the question, I was like, none of us need incentives to be competitively eaten. I mean, like this is well, not a it problem. does make
0: you want to actually get through it. In which case, you do want to be like strategic as opposed to being like, oh, I wouldn't hate that so much. Right. Mm. I one time I ate five pounds of shrimp by accident. Again, Five So I'm wondering – no, that was genuinely an accident. Okay, I was an idiot teenager, as idiot teenagers do, so they don't know anything about anything. But I came home. I hadn't eaten all day. I was like – like genuinely skipped breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was starving. And I got home and there was a bag of shrimp in the fridge that I guess my mom had gotten for like a party or something. And so I was like, sweet, I'm going to have some shrimp. So I just cooked it. And then I ate it and it seemed like a reasonable amount of shrimp to me at the time. And then the next yeah. day <laughs> – my mom was like, what the fuck? Did you eat five
3: pounds of shrimp last night? I've, I've got a slight problem with that in that, that the quantity is ridiculous. I a, mean, genuinely. To not notice that it was five pounds. Yeah, the, the, that quantity is ridiculous. Two, I don't eat seafood I've found. Yeah. Well, no, three, it, was, it was like three, in the fridge three, at home packaged. No
1: one accidentally opens a fridge, <laughs> accidentally finds some Shrimp accidentally puts a pot on a stove and accidentally fills it with boiling water and cooks it and then accidentally eats it. That's not a thing. It was, for the record, fried with garlic butter.
0: Oh my god! And uh, and some like pepper
3: seasoning. Oh, how are you still alive?
0: Lots of exercise and a predisposition to a healthy heart for no reason at all.
3: Is that what you? Is that what you do? You exercise to offset this sort of?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. I like guess
0: morning I ran five miles just so really? I could have a bigger breakfast. Because
3: I, through, again, total accident, found myself in the gym the other day. And I was on a rowing machine and did four. 400... Oh, you
0: were on a machine this time at the gym?
3: Yeah, yeah, I actually went in. Last
0: time you were just like hanging out. Yeah, yeah I was just in the bar. You do some
1: crazy things by accident. Yeah, I know. Most people, it's like fall down a well. For you, <laughs> Ian, it's accidentally subscribing to a gym and accidentally no, going in there getting changed and
3: accidentally sitting on a rowing machine i don't subscribe my wife and son do and then i go along when they get who a free- you accidentally married yeah exactly yeah she definitely <laughs> accidentally married me um And I go when there's like a free pass or they're trying to get people to sign up to the gym. So I had to sort of put up with a few minutes of them talking at me about the gym and then just said, yeah, I don't have time. See you later and just sort of walked through. Uh, Went on the row machine. And then while Finley and Kelly were doing this like circuits class thing and I'm watching them while I'm on the row machine, I did 400 calories and all the time I'm just thinking, well, that's like three beers. Like I'm buying myself drink oh absolutely the food that's while the I'm only on the reason i
0: exercise yeah. yeah that's the correct way of thinking about it good okay not get in shape eat yeah. so that you can or work out enough so that you can eat without nine times the amount
1: of guilt
3: <laughs> right talking of food then let's stay on a the food theme because brilliantly our listeners know us and there's plenty of food questions and we're hungry <sighs> yeah <laughs> always hungry so you still want a diet aren't you yeah, oh, I've got used to the low level. I mean, I'm having beers tonight because I always have beers with the podcast. That's sort of a rule. But, um, yeah, I've, I've just got used to that sort of low level of hunger now. Low level of life enjoyment. Yeah, that too. Mm. But still, hopefully I'll be able to see my dick soon. So. Um, Someone Dave, should. That'd be a win. You get visitation <laughs> rates. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dave Mateo asks, what's the best meat for a roast? Oscar, have you ever had a roast?
1: Uh, Is that just when you cook stuff on a stick, on a fire? No, we mean like a proper, like a roast dinner. Oh,
0: um, Emily had it while we were over there, but I had no interest really, so I just had like regular pub food. But she did like the full uh, English Sunday roast or whatever the fuck it was.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the roast potatoes, gravy, roasted meats.
0: Yeah, all the like really bland...
3: Crap no, fuck off. Fuck off with that. No, <laughs> a good ro- a good roast is. Tell me about a good guest. roast. it's very easy to do a roast badly yes. and it be bland and terrible. But a good roast is just. We had,
0: or she had, I should say, a roast at a pub that where Dickens used to get drunk all the time, which is to say, any pub more than 150 <laughs> years old in London.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. But then in central London, you're gonna get like tour. You're not gonna get like proper roasts because it's. You no. need to go to like a little shitty village. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. This was on just- the
0: south bank near the bridge.
1: Yeah, see that's gonna be no good. No good. Yeah, it'll be no, a fucking sure it do- wasn't. dog its pub or something, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, dog shit coat and badge. Oh <laughs> fucking you hell. <laughs> uh awful yeah. go there all the time uh, <laughs> no if you need you need to when when you cook all the meat and and you roast it then you take the juices and then you like roast the potatoes in it with the beef dripping and uh.
3: oh, and homemade gravy as well that's essential yeah and proper gravy
1: and but but the thing that everyone has is that every roast dinner is different so what i would have on a roast dinner traditionally yeah. because of my hat like wouldn't be the same as in like personally not a huge roast potato fan not a huge. Oof. So so like a like, like mashed potato with with my roast. I do like mash as well.
3: I do like mash as this well. This kind of sounds yeah. like a
0: Thanksgiving dinner situation where like every family does yeah. slightly different and then
3: you show up to some other families and you're like yeah, yeah. what the fuck is this? Oh, definitely without a doubt you yeah, like what Chuck what Chuck said is absolutely right. You could go around a mate's house and for a roast dinner or whatever and be like this is not how yeah, I friendships do things. Yeah, <laughs> can be broken. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. It, it it just couldn't work. Cause if you turn, because your idea of what a roast is, is what, what your mum or your nan or, or whoever did. Like, you know, for mm. me, always have cauliflower cheese. Would always right. have Yorkshire puddings. Uh, yeah. Pred- yeah, always have Yorkshire puddings. Predominantly yeah. would have roast chicken. But I really like lamb. But my mum doesn't cook lamb because the smell makes her feel sick. It's, it's the whole thing.
0: And the ceremonial bowl of Twix at the Bailey. <laughs>
1: Yes, we always break Twix at the start. Say so grace. Yeah. yeah. Say so thank you to the Twix Fourth Fathers. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, O Lord, for
0: our daily Twix. And forgive us yeah. this Twix as we have Twix
2: those who twixed against you. <laughs>
3: Fucking prick. Uh oh, dear. Uh I, I'm a big fan of pork in a roast dinner. I love I love roast pork and a bit of crackling if it's good it's it's so hard though cuz pork goes dry so quickly yeah, yeah yeah absolutely but if you just if you just buy a proper fatty bit and cook it forever like at a low temperature you're laughing i absolutely love it mm. uh speaking of so this this sort of food thing i i tweeted this from um the uh, the podcast account about this YouGov survey of british foods and like they've sort of tiered them as God tier, which eighty more than 80% of British people uh, would say were good. Top tier, mid tier, low tier, crap tier. And Oscar, you said something like you'd tried, I mean, there's maybe 20 foods here.
0: I probably tried like five, I think I said, something like that. Yeah.
3: Okay. So uh, the top tier, God tier, it says, is uh, Yorkshire pudding. Nope. I suppose if you wouldn't have a roast, you wouldn't have had it.
1: Maybe I don't remember.
3: I think Yorkshire puddings can be really overrated. Going what is the Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding. pudding?
0: Maybe I've had it and I just don't remember. It's the just name.
3: it's essentially like a pancake batter, savoury pancake. Yeah, but the, that's been sort of put in a hot oil sort of muffin tray usually, and then cooked really hot so as it sort of puffs up. Mm-hmm.
0: I may have had that here, but obviously okay. it wouldn't have been like legit. Or maybe it wasn't. I, I can't comment to it, but that does sound familiar. Actually, is it really chewy? No, no, uh, that
1: see that's the thing like ian said like a lot of yorkshire puddings it's to get a yorkshire pudding like spot on is like a beautiful thing but there's just yeah so much range because it's like anything okay. when you're baking on a really simple level which is what it is because it's pancake batter you know there's a wide range of pancakes you can eat where it's just like yeah that's all right that's all right that's, all right. Yeah, that's okay yeah that's quite good and then bang amazing that's what yorkshire pudding's like and it's gotta
3: be crispy. i'm gonna
0: say no because i can't remember if i did or didn't so that doesn't count anyway
3: Fair enough. And the other thing is as well, I think it's only good as a component of a really good roast dinner. Like, so gotcha. if someone can do okay. a really good roast dinner, they can probably do really good Yorkshires or vice versa. Yeah, so It's a component thing, isn't it?
0: Uh, fair warning, there's a decent chance that I ate a lot more of these. I just am shit at names. Like, I can't remember the names of anything. So I'm like, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I only had 10 pounds of that. No What's idea. a
0: pomegranate? I can't remember. <laughs>
3: uh, 50, I could probably do 15 pounds of Yorkshire pudding.
0: Oof! If it's a bread cake like thing, you're going to die.
3: Okay, we can, Okay. so uh, the the next one in the God tier is Sunday Roast, which we've already talked about. Uh, then Fish and Chips. You must have had Fish and yep. Chips, surely. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's not God tier. No, I don't think it is either. Yeah.
0: wasn't a fan. Was not a fan of Fish
3: and no. Chips. Fair enough. Not
0: a huge fan of seafood, though, other than shrimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we got that. <laughs> uh, up there, apparently, is Crumpets. I think that's misplaced. What, in God tier? Yeah, Crumpets.
0: What's crumpets? Is that like cookies?
3: Oh, crump! Oh, here we go. So, like a, like a, again, See, a this is going to sort- take nine hours
1: long if we go through these. A crumpet is a thing with holes in that
3: is like bread, but not bread. And you put yeah. butter on it. You put it in the toaster. Uh, when it gets hot enough, then you butter it. All the butter melts through it, and it's into the it's holes. It's nice, but if you've got that phobia where you don't like holes in stuff, then you probably can't eat it. Again, I don't. Yeah, you could go through your life without a crumpet, It's Fine. Yep, yeah, that's fine. Uh, next one's full English breakfast. We know you've had that.
0: I uh, touch myself thinking about a full English.
3: Yeah, correct. Yeah, you do. And the last one is it's slightly lesser cousin, but still good, the bacon sandwich.
0: So is that just like egg and cheese and bacon or just egg and bacon? Or just what do you bacon?
3: mean egg and cheese? What
1: do you mean egg and yeah, cheese? Yeah, forget the egg and cheese. It's bread, <laughs> butter, ketchup or brown sauce. That's the important bit. Bacon. That's the divider. No. That's it. That's a bacon sandwich. I have never had that. It's like a breakfast staple here. It's the savior of the hangover. It's the rejuvenator. It's it brings you back from the bowels of existence. It sounds
0: amazing. It sounds like a grilled cheese, except instead of grilled cheese, you're getting a bacon. It's
1: just <laughs> yeah, bacon. And we have better bacon than you. So.
0: Oh, that's right. No, I hate your bacon. No. Oh, that does make sense that you have a sandwich with just that in it. Yeah, English bacon is very different.
1: Yeah, it's way better. Nah. It's just ham, innit? No. Mm, no it's not. No. No it's not. Smoked bacon it's is not. It's not ham. It's not Canadian bacon. It's not gammon. It's bacon. Proper bacon. Okay.
3: Num num num. Right, tier under that. So this is they're calling top tier. Over seventy percent of people like these foods. Bangers and mash.
0: Yep. Many times. Yeah, yes. You've had
3: that. I mean good good sausages, good mash. Fine. Lovely. Toad in the hole. Ooh. Yeah, well, combining the Yorkshire pudding and the and the sausage, yeah. Synergy. Synergy. Um, and then cottage pie and shepherd's pie.
0: Had shepherd's pie. What's in a cottage pie?
3: Cottage pie is the same as shepherd's pie, but beef. Both Probably not Probably had that too. Yeah. Yeah, both not pies, yeah.
1: Everyone who calls a, a shepherd's pie with beef needs to be yeah. punched through the face.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, right. Now we're on to mid-tier ones. So things might get controversial and we'll see what you've had. Uh, it to- already is cottage pie and shepherd's pie are not. Yeah, I agree. They're not top tier either. Yeah, um, but mid tier toad in the hole, as you have just mentioned.
1: Who in the what? How does that work?
3: So yeah, that's mental. Yeah, y- y- you can't have bangers and mash top tier Yorkshire pudding god tier, and then have toad in the hole below them. That's ridiculous. When you combine the two, that doesn't. That's not yeah. how it works. Toad in the right. I see Oscar's confusion. Um, <laughs> toad in the hole. It's is- just
0: a very ridiculous name. Y'all have yeah. some fucking ridiculous names for things sometimes. Like, what were Sprinkles called? Thousands and millions? Hundreds and, and thousands. thousands. Hundreds and thousands. Stupidest name of anything I've ever heard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on, that's that's quaint. I'm obsessed
0: that's... with it. It's so funny, but it's so stupid. You have to know it's so stupid.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think we do. <laughs> it's very quaint.
0: It sounds very Harry Potter, actually. Yeah. And now the names in Harry Potter are making a little more sense. Toad in the Hole, hundreds and thousands. Oh. There's something on this called Bubble and Squeak, which I have no idea what it is, and I don't want oh, you to yeah. ever tell me. Don't ever <laughs> tell me what a Bubble and Squeak is, because it sounds very dirty. We'll get very to funny. it. We'll
3: get to it. Okay. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, so Toad in the Hole is just sausages cooked in a Yorkshire pudding batter. So the Yorkshire pudding rises around the sausages. Uh, oh, that's good. Sounds delicious. Sign me up. It, it is. It's amazing. Nothing not to like there um then cauliflower cheese that's in that tier i mean that's god tier
0: is that just cauliflower and cheese or
3: yeah so it's like a cheese sauce okay uh you cook the cauliflower you oven bake it in a cheese sauce with cheese on top uh,
0: we do that with broccoli a lot more over here than cauliflower but you can get both broccoli
3: yeah broccoli
1: cheese sometimes put bacon on the top
0: broccoli cheese is delicious
1: nice
3: um cornish pasty nope no cornish pasty so that is meat and potato and maybe carrot and peas and sweet.
0: Oh, I have had that
3: wrapped in a yeah, okay, wrapped in a pastry sort of semicircle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. what do you think of that?
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yes, yeah, that's the
3: correct reaction. It's just yeah. fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, pie and mash. I mean, obviously, love a pie and mash. Similar to sausage mash. Depends on the pie.
0: If I'm in London, I'm eating pie.
3: Yeah, you love a pie, don't you?
0: Specifically at Battersea in Covent Garden, if I can get there. If it's not too far out of the way.
3: Yeah.
1: And savoury pies just don't... Americans don't do savoury pies.
0: No, it's the best thing about London food. Like, it's the thing I can't get over here that I want the most. Other than a full English, but like, if you're just in London for the day, then...
3: Like you know. a meat pie.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, meat pie. A Good meat pie.
3: Yeah. Chicken tikka masala comes up next. No, thank you. No, uh, you hate curry, though. Yeah, I hate curry. I don't really, I'm not bothered about tikka masala. Not a tikka masala, but curry. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love curry, but not, that can go and eat a bag of dicks, I'm not really bothered about that. All the dicks. Uh, Plowman's Lunch.
0: I don't know what it is, I don't think I want to try it Probably, Or maybe I do, would I don't it really know. I wouldn't really
1: say that's like an amazing thing, I mean it's just like, no. Bread, cheese pickle and apple on a plate. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever ordered one. No.
0: Y'all's food names are not at all descriptive.
3: Well, I mean, it's what a ploughman would eat for lunch. Okay, so a ploughman's lunch is like, yeah, it literally is a plate of, and it can differ totally depending on where which pub you're in. But it will be like maybe a bit of ham, a couple of two or three cheeses, maybe some bread, some chutney. I don't like I say I don't think I've ever ordered one. No, because there's always better food.
0: Yeah, that sounds horrible. It's also cold. Apparently, yeah, yeah, it's a cold, yeah, it's
3: a cold yeah, so It's basically thing. like
1: a cheese and pickle or a cheese, ham, and pickle sandwich, but they just haven't bothered to put any of it together.
0: Yeah, it's like someone made you lunch an hour ago and then just let it sit out.
3: But you said that sounds horrible. What sounds horrible about that? There's cheeses, there's bread. It's just like old Ma'am. It's not old. Get that out of your head. It's yeah,
1: not old. I don't understand. We're
3: just old. <laughs> we don't just leave the food
1: out. It, it didn't start off as milk. Yeah, it's all been sat out. <laughs> It's fresh. Somebody
3: sat out on the counter for a week.
1: Clowman's lunch. Um, Let me read
0: the Wikipedia on it. An English cold meal of bread, cheese, and onions, usually accompanied by butter and pickles. All right, I'd eat that.
3: Oh, for... It took you to get an internet definition.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all right. Oh, a hard-boiled egg or apple can be added as well. Sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, I'd eat it. I mean, it doesn't sound very exciting, but... No, that's exactly the
3: point. I realize now I'm getting over-emotional about it, but... (laughs)
0: I'm sensing a theme here, which is English food. Sure, I'd eat it.
3: Yeah, well, we know that, don't we? I mean, food,
1: sure, you'd eat it.
0: Ah, there's, there's some foods I'd really like to eat. And there's some foods that I'm like, yeah, I guess.
3: And then there's some foods you accidentally eat five pounds of.
0: Yeah, shrimp, <laughs> garlic, shrimp.
3: <laughs> uh, next on this mid tier, last in this mid tier is uh, Welsh rarebit. I don't really know what that is. It's cheese on toast, isn't it? That's like, it's che- yeah, there's cheese and bread involved. Cheese on toast.
0: Oh, it's a misspelling of Welsh rabbit. And it's made of a savoury sauce, melted cheese, and various other ingredients served hot. Why rabbit, though? There's no rabbit in it.
3: No. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay. Welsh people. There you go. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, right, we're getting into low tier now, but there's a, a couple here that I think are just should be much higher. But anyway, we'll get to Bubble and Squeak. So, <laughs> what is Bubble it? and Squeak is basically like leftover vegetables... Nope. From maybe your Sunday roast. I'm out. Now these ones have been sat out <laughs> all fucking night, matured. Uh, yeah, but this will be like leftover vegetables. Like I say, probably from your roast or whatever, compressed often and then like with potatoes specifically and then fried. Yeah. And it's oh. like a way to use up your leftover vegetables, so you get like a sort of rusty sort of thing going. Yeah, on. Yeah, almost like a fritter, rusty <laughs> yeah. hash.
1: It's good. Yeah. It's kind so of like then a you hash.
3: fry that up. You, I mean, and that that is good.
0: Yeah, it sounds fine. Although it's vegetables, so...
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, next one's Beef Wellington. How is that? How? What? I think yeah. I had that. How is that so low down? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's... Some of this is feels like it should be flipped round.
1: Is Beef Wellington a type of stew or is it just like a No, 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 no. Beef Wellington, you take a fillet...
3: A fillet, specifically. <laughs>
1: specifically a fillet steak... Maybe even like a Chateaubriand or something. bit if, yeah, if you're doing like if you're a massive this for eight one,
3: people, it's going to cost you hundred and twenty quid. <laughs> yeah, it's a know? big fucker. Yeah. You then
1: you then have inside you have a, a duxelle, which is like a mushroom based sauce around around the steak. You then cover that in puff pastry and cook that, and then you serve it with one of Ian's amazing steak sauces. <laughs> important <laughs> and sauce. heavy yeah. cream how do you, Two cartons how do you of heavy cream yeah, you could do whatever how do, how are you pulling a disgusting face it's I'm fillet just steak looking at the pictures of it it
3: looks gross it's fillet steak in a
1: pie well i also hate mushrooms too so
3: oh you i don't like mushrooms you can i mean you can fuck off the mushrooms i mean you can do something else but
0: give it to me in like a gravy i'd be more
1: interested
3: it just it's just like then it's just a giant ginsters really isn't it yes again sure i <laughs> Okay, next thing that you, I hope you're going to revolt as well at this one. Scotch egg. Love a scotch egg. I mean, yeah, scotch egg is way Love better than egg. this low down. Scotch egg is brilliant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: Why is that so low? I don't understand. Either oh, because people buy their scotch eggs from fucking shitty shops. Well,
0: plus it's Scottish, so if it's English people voting, you know, Xenophon. Well, I don't think it's actually
3: Scottish. Well, I presume it must be Scottish Scotch, but yeah, I don't know. Next up is Lancashire Hot Pot.
0: Again, the least descriptive name. No idea what's in that. Yeah, it's, sound a, like I
3: it's a stew topped with slices of potato.
0: Oh, I hate stew. I hate stew. It's just wet food. Just give me food. I don't need a Sitting in a bath of like warm water. I hate soup. I hate stew. Fuck out of here.
3: Okay, we're learning. Okay, uh, pork pie.
0: Is that just a meat pie with pork in it?
3: So, Chuck, do you want to take this one specifically? made from the
1: town of melton mowbray uh yeah, yeah. it's a type of pastry which doesn't oh, i can't remember exactly it doesn't rise it's made in a very specific way yeah. and it's just a big lump of pork which is covered
3: with gelatin yeah like literally you have sort of jelly in between the very dense pastry and the very dense slab of weird meat processed meat
0: and it says it's served cold
3: yes yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cold food. I'm out. Yeah,
0: I'm out on cold meat pie.
3: Again, it's come out of the fridge. It's not just been sat on a counter <laughs> for a while. But yeah, fair enough. I I
0: generally don't like cold food. Like
3: yeah, okay.
0: I'll eat it if I have to, but give, mm. give me a real fucking food. Like give me hot food.
3: Uh, next one is steak and kidney pie.
0: Have had that. It's fine.
3: Are you all right with kidneys? I I don't do liver and kidneys.
0: Ugh. If it's cooked in with other stuff like that and. I wouldn't not eat it.
3: I'm, I'm less with liver, but I'm, I'm all right with steak and kidney pie. Okay. Right, and now we're into what they've called the crap tier, which is less than 50% of people like it.
1: Is there a very high chance, Ian, that you and I are going to love pretty much all of these items?
0: My money is on Chuck liking more than half. Four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll see. If, I bet Chuck like... Okay, Ian, here's an over-under. Do you know how over-unders work? Do you have those yep. over there? Three and a half likes from Chuck on this category.
3: Okay, so there's eight things in this category. hmm Yeah. Um,
0: now, you have more information than me because you know what types of things are good or not, but
3: yeah, I still true. think yeah. it's going to be over. Yeah, but I'm also basically human bin over. I'll go over 3.5.
0: All right, I'll take the under then. That's fine.
3: Okay, Chuck. So uh, first one is steak and kidney pudding. It's oh, basically the same thing. Like, it's down the with same that. thing, in it? It's just whether you like suet pastry or not. So Oh, yeah, I love a bit of suet. Yeah, lovely old job.
1: So that's a like on that one?
3: That's yes, a like. that's a thing
0: i've never had that
3: uh second one i already know the answer to this black pudding you fucking kidding <laughs> why is that's
1: god that's yeah the alt, yeah. that's the pinnacle that's sausage enhanced with like rage and like the <laughs> essence the essence of an animal's life and
3: existence yeah i mean that is very much people either love it or hate it but people who hate it are wrong I'm guessing by Oscar's thumbs down, not a fan. Well, here we go.
0: Too aggressive thumbs down.
3: What's wrong with black pudding?
0: The mealiness, the texture. Just can't get behind it.
3: Texture.
0: Same reason I hate pears. Pears? Yeah, pears have a strange texture. They're different to, like, any other fruit. Pears are apples that got left out for an hour. They're very (laughs)
3: mealy apples. I don't know. I haven't eaten fruit since 1988. Almost fibrous.
0: (laughs) I aggressively dislike pears because of the texture, and I aggressively dislike black pudding because of the texture. It's too mealy.
1: Oh, man, I love it. So I'm two for two so far. <clears throat> yeah, you are, yeah. I've I've had a scotch egg where the sausage meat was black pudding. Oh, uh,
3: that sounds good.
1: But it wasn't like a super, it was kind of a combination black pudding and sausage. So it wasn't quite as strop, but oh. oh yeah. That sounds good. The
0: first time I had a scotch egg was at a pub. About a foot away from a tree where the original Queen Elizabeth had had a dance with some guy.
3: <laughs> you love your history, don't you? When the you historical pubs
0: over there are so cool for Americans. I don't think you guys really yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, like,
3: you're right. We don't we appreciate it. We have
0: nothing old.
3: Yeah, yeah that's nothing.
1: true. I know someone who had a friend who used to do tours of Oxford University. And when they were going round, and they would get a lot of American tourists and wouldn't quite grasp the concept of everything. Um, And they were like, you see this door handle? This door handle is older than your country. This is how (laughs) fucking old this place is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: But I love it when you're sort of walking past a building, it's like 500 years old, and like the bottom floor is a Nando's.
0: (laughs) That was (laughs) my favourite thing about Edinburgh, which is like a cooler city than 99.9% of places I've ever been, is that it's just these like super old buildings, beautiful buildings, the whole city is just like, the inner city, the old mile or whatever, the Royal Mile, is like really, really, really well preserved. So there's just like a pizza hut from
2: like
3: this <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: beautiful ancient building. Like
3: Yeah. I mean we, we have a, a shitty chain of pubs uh called Weatherspoons, uh in this country, and yet they're always in lovely buildings. And it's you can go in a lovely building and get really cheap booze and food. Nice. <laughs> and it's just like and there'll be some people in there who you would never want to have a conversation with, but you're gonna, because you're in there. And it's just <laughs> the director society. Drunk, and yeah. But the they're always in lovely buildings, Wetherspoons, They're never never in a modern building they seem. I to. found
0: that to be the case with boots as well. The like the pharmacy or whatever what do you guys the drugstore, right? Is that what you call it? The chemist. Chemist. There chemist pharmacy, yeah. Love a boots. It's as good as any ones that we have over here. Better than CVS. Fuck CVS. Walgreens gang, ride or die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How can you have such strong opinions? on fucking chemists? Uh, I have to have an enemy in every category and a team that I root for in every category. That's just life. That's just life.
3: Okay. Fuck you, Superdrug.
0: Yeah. No, I'm Team Boots. Team Boots all the way. Let's go. Boots gang. Hashtag 2020 Boots.
3: Bizarre. (laughs) Bizarre. Right. So, uh, Chuck, you are, as you say, two for two. Uh next one. Uh kippers. Ah uh, no, no.
1: Don't like seafood, not oily fish. No, that's uh kippers. It sounds gross.
0: I had never heard of it. Don't want it. I'm with you. Kippers,
1: ch- mackerel, sardines, anchovies. Nah, it's a smoked
3: fish. It's it's a smoked fish that you have for breakfast.
0: No, no, none of those things go together. <laughs>
3: no you don't, no you don't. It goes in a bin. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bony as well. You, it's, there's always bones.
0: Bony. Who eats fish? Well, whatever. No.
3: Yeah. No, no to be honest, no one eats kippers. It's it won't be a thing in thirty years. Right. Liver and onions. Sounds gross. Yeah, no, I'm not liver. Yep.
0: Every thumbs down is a win for me.
1: Halfway there. Two from four. So.
0: This one's gonna be an up.
3: Haggis. Watch. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you like. I've never had haggis.
0: Isn't that the one that's just testicles?
3: no <laughs> it's whatever you want really in yeah. a sheep style, I, I said no but i mean maybe i mean yeah. it's just <laughs> sort of awful and yeah probably glands haggis <laughs>
0: is well known here as the thing you should never eat if you're in the uk
1: nah that's bollocks oh i'm just telling you it has a reputation here of no those. literally it's bollocks
3: no, that's, that's oh. in it, you said before. it is I, okay i haven't had it but i would have it like i you know it's just because of how it's prepared, and it's sort of boiled in a sheep's stomach or whatever. So. Yeah. Sounds gross. Yeah, well, I know it sounds like that, but, you know, black pudding's great, so I imagine haggis would be. i just have never had it. Next one, faggots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there was this one time in college,
3: but...
1: <laughs> oh That makes me laugh because I was I was looking through my phone the other day, and I remember when I kept... I was going around the supermarket and just kept sending Oscar pictures of the packet of
3: Mr. Brain's faggots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Not a good word. Over there, it's totally fine.
3: Yeah. What is this one? It's a very old food over here that's meatballs made from minced offcuts and offal. Uh, So your pig's heart, liver, fatty meat, bacon, all with herbs and flavouring. It's a meatball. It's a meatball, but of the maybe offcuts. Proper dog shit. I love it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, it. Mean, yeah. Wait, is that four now? That was four.
3: That no, is four. That's 4 4 from six. Okay, well, we'll finish off last two. I don't know what this one is. Uh, you might know. Lava bread. It looks like a sort of... It looks like a oh, cracker. It's... No, it's not. this nice picture, no?
1: It's made from, like, seaweed. Oh. Yes, very good, Chuck, yes. Thank
0: Lava you. Lava bread is a food product... Made from an edible seaweed. (laughs) Already, like three words into this description. (laughs) Yeah, lava red is a food product made from an edible seaweed, consumed mainly in Wales as part of a local traditional cuisine.
3: Not bothered about that. Never had it. Yeah, and the last one is jelly deals. No,
0: sounds gross. Yeah,
3: I mean, they. I have not had them, but they look grim. That's another food that in thirty years won't exist. Yeah, that's true.
0: So that was four out of eight for Chuck. And I didn't keep count of how many I knew or had eaten.
3: <laughs> I'm halfway No, of, yeah. well we we did that as we went pretty much, but it was it was basically all the all the things with meat and pastry you would eaten.
0: Yep. Um and if you were keeping count, uh just send a message over to Dave Mateo, that's <laughs> at Dave underscore.
3: <laughs> so there we go, right, we've established that you don't like cold food. Nope.
1: Don't like cold food, don't like mealy food. At least you didn't enter an eating competition where you had to eat cold food.
0: <laughs> See, ice cream is different Because ice cream's supposed to be cold I guess you would say then These are all also supposed to be cold That's how they're made Still weird
3: Okay, right Let's go on to uh, We'll keep it savoury uh, Sam Danby, what's your go-to Nando's order? Everything Are you a frequenter of Nando's? They it, I haven't been for quite a long time
1: I used to go I think I once had Nando's eight times in a week Seven Jesus. Wow yeah, there were a few days where I had it twice a day. I used to have uh, a stamp for the card scam, uh-huh. uh, so I used to get a free whole chicken. Brilliant! Um, that was good. Um, always extra hot. Always maybe some wings, but they just started doing these boneless chicken thighs, and they're
3: they're pretty fucking good.
0: Never had Nando's.
3: No, I think I've been to Nando's once. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not bothered.
0: I don't like curry, so it's obviously out for me. Otherwise, I definitely would have Like, it's It's enough it's, of a thing
3: a, eh,
1: that I would have tried will, will, it. But... Will,
3: will, 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 will. It's well, not curry. It's not curry at all. It's not. No. no.
1: What it's the fuck por- is it? It's a then?
3: Portuguese chicken place. It's
1: South, well, it's South what? African. Is it? That, yeah, yeah. It started in South Africa. But there's like a link to Wait, with I
0: Portugal thought it was curry. This no, whole no, time. no. It's
3: piri piri pir- pir- chicken. It's uh, like a chili chicken place.
0: It's spicy, though, right?
3: Well, well, it is if you order the extra hot like Chuck does, yeah. Mm.
0: Hey, interesting. Yeah. I need to go back to London.
3: Yeah, they go from,
1: like, lemon and herb and mango and lime or some bullshit. Oh, fuck off mango and lime.
0: I gotta find, like, the nearest Nando's.
1: There's some in the States. they have
0: it in other countries. feel like it would be a thing in Vegas, maybe. Uh, no, I think they were East Coast. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to do that as soon as we're done recording. hmm
3: <laughs> And drive, like, four hours for it. Just sure. drive, like, five hours. I they wouldn't, have I wouldn't yeah, drive a long way for Nandos. I mean, it's fine. It's just fine. Well, just
0: to say I did it. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. Don't order the mango and lime. Fair enough. Adam P. will go for dessert. Uh, what's the best chocolate bar? Trips, Twix, obviously.
0: <laughs> Both as the answer for this podcast and genuinely, like, my favourite one. That or Kit but... Kat. Kit Kat. No. no. I like it simple. Keep it simple. People get too fucking
3: fancy with their. Just comparing things. those two, you've got caramel, so that wins. I mean, yeah, Twix has the addition of caramel.
0: They're basically the same. Just one has caramel. Sometimes you're in the mood. Sometimes you're in the nut.
1: Yeah, I suppose Kit Kats are different in the US. How so? It's just milk chocolate and wafer over here. I don't know what else. Is going oh, on okay. Air, but... Oh no, so they are the same then. I thought it was. It's Twix if it you just... took
0: the caramel out. Very simple. Yeah, but,
1: candy but a Twix isn't a wafer. A Twix is biscuit.
0: Well, you guys say the wrong word for biscuit over there, so I don't know it's, what the fuck.
1: It's not wafer; it's cookie. I don't know, I'm trying to translate it for you. Yeah, what would you call what's in a the Twix then? Wafer? It's not a wafer, and we fucking invented it specifically. Specifically, me. you, yeah.
0: Kit Kat is a chocolate-covered wafer bar confection created by Round Trees of York, United yeah, yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, yeah, I, yeah, we I'm know what I'm... Kit Kat is. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that is also wafer. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah but that is definitely... a wafer. <laughs> In a Twix isn't a wafer. Uh, all I want to know is what you call what's in a Twix, but you're calling oh, it a Oh, it wafer. is called
0: cookie in North America. I stand corrected.
3: Yeah. Oh, cookie. Oh, Twix okay.
0: is a chocolate biscuit made by Mars consisting of a biscuit cookie in North America applied with other confectionery toppings and coatings.
1: But all I'm saying is, is like if you went round trick or treating and you knocked on someone's door and they gave you a Kit Kat, like that house was getting egged.
0: Nah, I love a Kit Kat.
1: No, nah, that's like the cheapest, like one up from like a penguin. It's like it's that's just fucking cop out multi pack bullshit. Get me like something exotic, like a crunchy or a curly whirly. You know what I mean? Or a boost. Do you like a boost? Oh, I bloody love a boost. Boost is the forgotten chocolate bar. I love a boost. They used to do a green one with which was boost guarana. Yeah, I like that. that scared me. No, I, I like that.
0: We got to get another American on this because none of those are things over here. And I want to be like, I have opinions on chocolate, but you wouldn't be.
1: I know. What did you like? Like Babe Roof or a Three Musketeers or a bit of honey? I don't know what.
0: I don't I don't actually have opinions on chocolate. I was just feeling <laughs> left out. Okay. God damn
1: it. I'm just naming M&M's. He won't eat chocolate. It's cold. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, about hot chocolate?
0: Hot chocolate that's been left out for an hour. I'll drink.
1: But that's cold.
0: Well, Hmm. hot chocolate, when it's too hot, is too hot. I got to let it cool down.
1: So you like chocolate? I'll
0: make a hot chocolate and then put it in the fridge for 20 minutes. 20 minutes? No, I'm joking. Not literally.
1: (laughs) I'll let it sit
0: for a little bit. Oh,
3: nothing surprises me anymore, Oscar. Fair enough. That's
0: fair. That's fair. I've entered the Tyson zone.
1: But (laughs) frozen hot chocolate is a thing in New York at that place. It's one
0: specific place. Yeah. Serendipity. That's it. Yes.
1: They also have the world's most
0: expensive dessert.
1: This is true. Many of the world's most expensive
3: things. Okay, let's move away from food uh, before we fall out. And Really hungry. (laughs) Are you you really hungry? Sorry, So hungry. Oh, God. Okay, let's get on with this then. Emily, your wife. uh, For now. Your current wife, one third of the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles, uh, says if you could only watch one movie ever again, but you can watch that as many times as you like, what would it be? What is it with you two and just
1: endless indulgence of what <laughs> you go <laughs> yeah, for, like, eating a shitload? Yeah. She goes for, like, viewing. You're all about consumption.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually the reasonable one of the two of us in that regard, which is, like, should be very terrifying to those that are not the two of us.
1: Does Emily go to excess, then?
0: <laughs> yeah, she um, she's a pure hedonist, I would say.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Force Awakens for me, I guess, if no one else wants to go. Star Wars Force Awakens. What? Why? No. It brings me untold joy. It makes me, of all the movies I've ever seen, it's the one that makes me the happiest to watch.
1: Wow. Have you ever seen a good film?
0: (laughs) What are you going to fucking say? What's some, like, super hipster answer? Like, uh, some independent silent film from French cinema of the 1940s, blah, 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 you fucking, and you drink your homemade IPA while you're doing it?
1: Don't like IPA, so fuck off. I do bloody
3: love an IPA.
0: Yeah, IPAs are great. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's because you're both hipsters. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely more hipster than you. That's why I enjoy the... Uh... Yep. Um, <laughs> just watch one
1: film. Because instantly when this came to mind, I just went Avengers. But then you never get to see anything taken further.
0: The first Avengers or Infinity
2: War?
1: No, like Endgame. Or Endgame, Endgame. But the emotional abuse, like I saw that a second time Yeah, that's and too I too tiring. fucking wreck. I was crying for like half the film.
0: Yeah, it's too much. That's overwhelming to be the one thing you watch over and over again.
3: Do you need to go more upbeat then?
0: You need something light, something breezy, but something that's fun and makes
3: you happy. Mine would be Apollo 13.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
3: I fucking honestly, Never I've watched it. that film so. You've not seen Apollo thirteen? No, it's just like Tom Hanks
1: and they crashed, and they. That's it, really. The end. Yeah, they crash into the moon. Like the
3: actual moon.
0: Do you not know the story?
3: I don't know what to say to I that. I think you're yeah. being. I don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I love... It's one of them films that, like, if I catch it on the telly, I have to leave on. And oh, watch. oh, okay. Well, if that's the... if that's a the... cat, it's Die Hard. Die Hard's a good one. Can never skip Die Hard. Exactly
1: that logic, Ian. I can never... T- similarly, Die Hard 3. Can't skip Die Hard 2?
0: Eh. No, Die Hard 2 sucks, but I would pick Die Hard 3, actually, over Die Hard 1 for re- repeat
1: watchings. It's Lethal Weapon, but with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Yeah. That's a good answer. Die Hard's a good answer.
3: Yeah, it's also the best Christmas film. We had this That's argument. correct. Yes. Okay, uh, Dave Mateo. What video game do you most want to see a sequel or remake of?
0: I have been itching so hard
3: you need for to another to get that scene guitar- too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and an unrelated note, I really wish there was another Guitar Hero game. And not that bullshit one that they released a few years ago with three buttons and then three on top of that, so you had to actually play chords. I want that old school, six colors in a row, classic Guitar Hero controller.
1: I mean, the classic Guitar Hero controller was five buttons.
0: Five buttons?
1: Counting his fingers. Yes,
0: five buttons. You're right. Yeah, Does he yeah. even know? God. Um, that or Dance Dance Revolution, you used to be able to play that at home. I had these mats for PlayStation Oh, yeah, I One. remember
1: the mats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: but if you live in a block of flats, your neighbors <laughs> fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them. They play the flute at two in the fucking morning every day anyway.
3: I was, I was going to say, yeah, Oscar's, and also Oscar's a drummer who now has a, a brilliant sound system for watching films, so he he doesn't care. And it wouldn't surprise me out of all of his pettiness that he would specifically
1: pay, play Dance Dance Revolution just to piss people <laughs> off.
0: Well, we got this new thing that's kind of like, so it reignited the love of musical games in me. That's why I immediately went to Guitar Hero for this. It's called Beat Saber. I don't know if you guys have seen about Beat Saber. Oh, you told us about that. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the VR, yeah, yeah. VR one, isn't it? hmm It's DDR, but with lightsabers <laughs> in a VR simulator space. It's fucking crazy cool.
1: That's a pretty sick combination of things. It makes me yeah. upset that I don't have it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a PlayStation, just get a PSVR, and then like not have a kid for like a, a few weeks. Yeah, that's it's how that works. Yep. Hand it off so that you have some disposable income, and then you know bring it back. Yeah, no, no, after. no.
1: Amazon have started doing that. That um, in terms of credit, what you can do is just trade in your child, and then the child will work in the warehouse packing <laughs> all of their stuff. Yeah. Um, that's how they're getting around the new um, slavery laws. Um, I think one of the games that I love the most is actually getting remade and released like this week. Is it this week? Which is Crash Team Racing, which... Yeah, that's soon. Which is... I mean, I don't care what anyone says. It's better than Mario Kart.
0: Not Mario 64. Mario Kart
1: 64. It's be- better than Mario 64.
0: I mean, it's not, but... That's Way not.
1: better. No, it is. It <laughs> is, because it's just a better game. And now they're making it bigger and more and... Yeah, can't wait for that shit.
0: Are they just remastering it, or are they doing something else with it, Chuck? Do you know?
1: They're, like, boosting. I never bothered looking it up. They've kind of combined some elements from the later series of kart racing they did to then develop the story mode further, is from what I can tell. But ultimately, as long as it's the same and with those characters... Like, I love those characters. The mechanics are always great. Um, It was far more dynamic and didn't feel quite as wooden, I didn't think, as uh, Mario Kart 64. And Crash Bandicoot is, like, the greatest game ever, so it's amazing.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: But Guitar Hero, I used to play Guitar Hero a lot, and I'd always play it a shitload, then go, I don't need it anymore. I'd have, like, all the equipment, all the instruments, and go, I don't need it anymore, get rid of it, like, literally throw it away, and then two years later, buy it all again.
0: I wish you could do that. You just can't even, like... I would absolutely go on eBay and buy, like, an old guitar and put my disc in, but you can't. It's not backwards compatible, so... There's literally no options.
1: I bought everything like three times, I swear. I had like five guitars. Jimmy Bullard has one of my guitars, actually. Did you ever get Bastard. into the so, rock on, band or hang we on. Guitar woo, Hero Well What, Chuck? Jimmy Bullard stole my Guitar Hero guitar. Right. Flesh that out. So I used to work for a well-known cocktail bar chain that is synonymous with red and white colors in Covent Garden. And I was off on a day, but obviously you bring in like different things and you have clutter all over the What is It's TGI Fridays, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> and my Guitar Hero controller was broken, but I just brought it in and, and hung it up because it was something to like put up somewhere. And one day when I wasn't working, the Millwall team, came, I think it was when he was at Millwall, came in and had like their end of season party. And Jimmy Billard wanted to play it. At a TGI Fridays?
3: Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Bullard's never had ideas above his station. I mean, he played for Peterborough at one point.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he was playing it and then they all left and he ran off of it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And it was the Black Les Paul one from Guitar Hero 3, I believe. I mean, I still
3: know people on Soccer AM. I can see if I can get it back for you if you want. Nah, it was fucked anyway. <laughs> okay,
0: fine. Now, Ian, I know uh, they didn't have video games when you were a child, but...
1: No. Fuck off, he had a Commodore 64, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> ZX an, Spectrum.
3: I had an Acorn Electron before that. Fucking hell. Well, my dad had it, but I, I definitely played on it a lot. Uh, where you, you used to have cassettes, uh, the games used to be on cassette. And it takes about half an hour to turn on. Yeah, and if it, yeah, so you'd have to like rewind the cassette if the program wasn't loading properly and press play. and Yeah, it wasn't good. Um... I mean, my first sort of like proper console was the original NES, and I mean, you used to have Duck Hunt, and that was fucking brilliant. ah, yeah. oh, that was good. The Zapper. I fucking and love like, Duck oh, Hunt. Oh god, I wasted hours on that. I was so fucking good at that game.
0: Did you have Duck Hunt on the same disc as or on the same cartridge as Mario?
3: Yeah, that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah that came with the. And bundle. I always played
0: Duck Hunt. Like Duck Hunt got way more love than Mario did in my house. But yeah. then Mario's like the classic game that everyone talks about forever and ever. Uh, well, It's like why didn't Duck Hunt catch on? That dog. What an asshole. I love
3: him. <laughs> I mean, just such a simple game, but I just absolutely loved it. And then, obviously, the, the SNES. I've, I've got a SNES Mini now, and I'm absolutely loving that. It's fucking brilliant.
0: I'm waiting for the PlayStation that's coming out soon. The PS1 classic.
3: It's the same uh, idea. See, I'm not fussed with that. It depends what games it has on it, I suppose. It's true. Because like, the SNES one's good, Well, there's a lot of games I, I never had. But like I think it misses... Um, Pilot Wings, I don't know if you ever played that. That was a fucking that's seminal No, but I know of it. Yeah, yeah seminal no, Super Wings. Nintendo game that was just so good. And I really wish Pilot Wings was on there. I mean it's got like Star Fox and Zelda, which I've been playing, that's great.
0: Nice. We were a Genesis household. No, that's like Ian.
3: Genesis <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. dear.
0: We were a Sega and Sony family. We were never much on Nintendo, although the sixty four was obviously.
3: Yeah. Oh, GoldenEye on the Nintendo 64. I mean, that was fucking.
2: Fuck,
0: nice. if we could get a remake of GoldenEye. Yeah. But like that's... an actual remake,
1: not like a bullshit. I don't want any add ons. I don't want nope, any yeah. improvements. I don't want better exactly. graphics. Exactly. Only I don't want anything. That's fine. I want such a broken aiming system that you can't move <laughs> yeah, and aim exactly at the same time. As it was. I want be... Right, you gotta to be... use the C buttons, bro. C up, C down, C left, C right. No, because you still can't really move properly. Because it was so. It would like, if you pressed it, it, you would just aim to the edge of the screen. I still got it and a Nintendo 64. No way. Yeah,
0: yeah. we have we have one at my parents' house. They, he, my dad kept everything. We have an Atari 2600 that still works.
3: Oh, man, I wish I'd have kept stuff like that.
0: Yeah, he kept everything in perfect running order. It's in the basement of my parents' house. I could go play every fucking system except for Super NES. That's like the only one we didn't buy.
3: I had that weird um, Atari Jaguar console. Yep. Uh, did mm-hmm. I did, it. I swear I felt like the only person in the world who had that over it. Well,
0: yeah, Atari went out of business after yeah. that.
3: So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah that's probably why because yeah. they were like the only person who's bought it is this kid in Peterborough. <laughs> i think i got it second hand as well but i, I think i think the, i didn't have many games on that i think i had doom uh oh fucking hell fucking yeah that would have been great them, wouldn't it? but i think i had theme park on it as well
0: you can buy all these for like playstation and xbox like i just bought uh sega genesis slash mega drive ultimate collection and it's like 50 games
1: yeah oh yeah yeah those are the ones with like that's got like echo the dolphin one two and three echo and the dolphin. streets dolphin. of rage and streets of rage
0: i've been playing some streets of rage some golden axe all of the golden axe is
3: garbage i wasn't a sega boy i was in it i was nintendo so
0: yeah i knew i didn't like you for a reason
3: and i was playstation
0: so there you go well playstation was after i forget that you're a child
2: <laughs>
3: yes well yeah, I mean I got I had a PlayStation 1. Like, I wasn't I think I was pretty much felt like I was done with consoles, but then
0: All right. Run us through what systems have you owned ever from beginning to end.
3: Oh shit. So, uh yeah, so I had Acorn Electron. I mean, that's more of a forerunner to a shitty PC type thing, but yeah. Uh NES, uh Super NES. Um I had uh yeah, it was mostly Nintendo. I had Nintendo 64. I didn't have any I didn't have a Sega Master System, didn't have a Mega Drive. Didn't do any Sega stuff. Got the Atari Jaguar, like I say, secondhand. I had a Nintendo 64, and then I had a PlayStation 1. And that's when I dipped out of console gaming, PlayStation 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I, I picked up the baton. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I pulled yeah, it. exactly. Because <laughs> PlayStation was my first... Well, I had Game Boys,
3: but oh, PlayStation yeah, was Boy. my first yes, console. Yes, I had a Game Boy, yeah. And a Game Gear. Because the thing with Game Gear was that the battery life was always shit because it was a colour screen and like i remember thinking as a kid god they're they're never going to get a device that's going to be able to have a colour screen that's going to like have a battery (laughs) life that can deal with it and now we fucking all like carry around phones with us that are just fully hd or whatever but yeah the game gear was had no battery life because it was a colour screen yeah i remember playing it plugged in constantly yes and
0: it weighed about 19 pounds my little ba- my little child arms were, like, jacked because of holding up the game gear. <laughs> this child is freakishly strong.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, something, the, with, with Finley getting older now, like, I'm really looking forward to getting back into it because then I went the PC game in sort of thing, and I did, like, Civilization and Football Manager and all that sort of thing.
0: StarCraft and all that shit.
3: Yeah, but, like, so I'm really looking forward to – uh, getting back into console gaming now like like finley's got a nintendo switch and it's great it's a fucking good little little console you know it is
0: yeah We have i know it's switch. sort it's of good. a bit
3: kiddie, but it's it's really good i just wish it wasn't so popular so the bloody price would drop oh yeah it then they, I they I haven't had to drop it yet because it's been fucking popular yeah you're right
0: yeah and i feel like everybody has one even if like some like i have a lot of friends who bought it for like a specific game played it and then are like oh that's right i have a switch yeah and we'll play like once every six months like I, that, and that's us too
3: right It's really good, though.
0: Everybody has one. Everybody's got one.
3: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting back into console gaming.
0: Well, the next generation's coming out soon. Like They're about to talk about all the details with PlayStation 5. Yeah. And the Xbox has a code name, the project, but the system itself doesn't have a name yet. Okay.
1: Yeah, the Xbox is bollocks.
0: I thought that for a long time, and then I got an Xbox for this generation, because it's the only thing that does true 4K native and does 4K Blu-rays. Whereas the PlayStation, the PS4 Elite, or PS4 Pro, does 4K, but it's not native in the gaming, and it doesn't it doesn't work as a fucking 4K Blu-ray player. Like, what the fuck That's is weird. wrong
3: with you? See, my, yeah. natural, my natural reaction, because obviously Finney's like nine this year or whatever, you know, it's it's going to be console time soon. Right <laughs> nine from, this year or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. I was, when was he born? Uh, whenever you go to, like, the doctor's surgery, and they go, date of birth, I always go, um... First of, and I'd sort of like, it just takes a minute. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't an active participant. <laughs> I was just like, can we can we wrap this up?
1: Can we get, can
3: we get home? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. I hadn't eaten all, I'll tell you the story of that one day, but Jesus Christ, midwife from hell. Didn't get me any food. I've been in the same fucking room and not eating anything. Don't worry about me. Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, my natural sort of instinct would be to go PlayStation just because that's what I knew as a kid. So, I mean, but yeah, I'll have to do some research, obviously. Yeah, when they step up the next PlayStation, they'll beat Xbox, because Xbox did
1: basically three-step changes.
0: Yeah, I have this, the like highest version of the Xbox, which is the 1X. So that was worth it, but that was just for the 4K. But if you get PlayStation, Ian, you can play Spider-Man, which is the greatest fucking game of all time.
3: It's a good game. Decisions. Anyway let's go back to the questions uh adam p Oh yeah yeah we're doing questions yeah yeah. (laughs) adam p what did you want to be when you grow up
0: i wanted to be a fighter pilot
3: fighter pilot
0: and then i'm colorblind
3: so oh it's a vision thing shit yeah top gun
0: was my favorite movie growing up i was obsessed i'm still obsessed with fighter jets we go see we go to air shows and I spent two days at the Museum of the Air Force in Ohio, in the middle of fucking nowhere in Ohio.
3: Right. This is going to sound weird, but like, did you know about the colorblind thing and the fact that it would disqualify you, like, young enough for it not to crush you, or did it fucking crush you?
0: Uh, No, I'm the kid from Little Miss Sunshine. Like, straight up. I was like 14 or 15. I was in high school, and I was like, wait, I can't join the Air Force? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it it wrecked me. And that turned into like, well, if I can't, fly the things, I'm going to learn how to design them. So I went into aerospace engineering for a while, which was a huge mistake because I fucking hated that and I had to basically start college over again when I was like way older because I just dropped out and waited tables for a while and was like, nope, not about this shit. Right. It's not the same as flying them.
1: Chuck, what was yours? Yeah. Um, don't know. I think I I didn't really have dreams.
3: (laughs) No burning ambitions.
1: Yeah, no.
3: Just to get a game gear that'd work.
1: Well, it was my sister's Game Gear. That was neither mine. <laughs> just to get so, Game could, Gear for yourself. <laughs> yeah, just wanted my own Game Gear one day to not Did have you to wanna give it be, back.
0: Were you hoping to be like a Willy Wonka type of guy with a Twix factory?
1: Nah, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Um, Valid question. I think I always wanted to be a fireman. Oh. Bless your little heart. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Little no heart. interest now, like the whole death element. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not well compensated for what they do. No, it's so, fucking by well working for the government. Yeah. What about you, Ian? Did you one day dream of becoming the drummer
3: for Genesis or <laughs> did it just kind of happen? It just fell into my lap. Yeah. It just fell into my lap. Um, well, I mean, I did want to be um, a music Super producer. A music producer is what I wanted to be. Well, and look, look where at you me are now. now. Look at me now. Um, yeah, no, so I went to I went to uni and did music technology, and, yeah, that was the sort of big dream, mainly because I got to uni and everyone could play guitar, sing, play keys, play bass better than me. Like, everyone could play better than me. So I was like, oh, I better just press record and twiddle these knobs then. <laughs>
2: um,
3: so, like, yeah, my dreams were quickly bumped down to sort of music producer. And then um, when I left uni, I... Quickly heard of a, uh, sound job at a shopping channel in Peterborough where I lived. So I got that job because I was desperate not to work in an office. I'd done six weeks temping in an office on a uni summer holiday, and fuck me, I was desperate not to do that. So then once I got a sound job that was like paying, it was sort of like, and I I enjoyed it. I was like, well, I'll do this then. So I sort of fell into it, but also sort of glad I don't have a real job so <laughs> and you know I can make the odd jingle on the side I suppose isn't it that's like producing music that's the same cutting you two yep. bellends <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just as rewarding I'm sure it's, it's as making exactly yeah exactly Take taken a turn everyone's kind
3: of depressed Johnny OG <laughs> who are your favourite stand-up comedians to cheer ourselves up
0: uh
3: awkward what's up like the real
0: answer is louis (laughs) ck
3: oh do you know what that is him it sucks
0: it sucks because he's such good comedy yeah he's such a piece of shit
3: his stand-up was fucking great
0: i know and now i feel weird about liking it like i don't actually i don't stop liking i'm not gonna say like oh i don't love his comedy it's still great comedy but like I feel really gross about it now. I can't enjoy it anymore.
3: Yeah, sucks.
1: Michael Jackson
3: still made good music. Yeah, but it's that thing of separating, yeah, separating art from the person or whatever act they did. is. But yeah, I know what you mean. It does spoil your enjoyment.
0: That's the real tragedy here, honestly, of, of all of that situation,
3: <laughs> is that now I don't
0: get to enjoy his stand-up anymore. Yeah. Of ones that I'm allowed to say, uh, I would say I'm particularly fond of Mike Berbiglia.
3: I don't know him. Don't know?
0: No. no. Oh, check him out. He's got some really, really, really weird, good old stuff. Chuck, any good stand-ups?
3: Uh, Jim Jeffries. Oh, Jim Jeffries. I saw him in a club in Scarborough. Fucking, like, while I was at uni, so that would have been... Fucking hell. Yeah, that's... 1984? <laughs> uh good. I was 10 in 94, fuck you. <laughs> um,
0: I said 84.
3: I think he said 84. Oh, did he say <laughs> I was born in 84, fuck you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, God, that would have been like two thousand three, probably. Three, two thousand and four, yeah. So years ago. But um and he was fucking great then. It was it honestly, his practically his whole routine was about hardcore pornography. And like me and my mate were pissing ourselves being connoisseurs of the genre. And uh, <laughs> no, Yeah, exactly. No one else was laughing. <laughs> nice. It was fuck it was really good really funny uh, he's absolutely brilliant i
1: started listening to him uh, about 2009 or so and obviously he got really big through the because of the gun control thing which yes. just propelled him in a different direction yeah. and netflix and all that kind of stuff but it's quite funny afterwards that he's you know he does these big shows it's like people are expecting me to be political mm-hmm. i just tell jokes about shit and it yeah <laughs> and that's, and that's it. And he is very, very funny. And his stuff, all this stuff about God and pandas yeah. being a bunch of, and <laughs> <It> <laughs> is, brilliant. I it. It is brilliant. Love it. Where do you guys
0: fall on uh, Gervais? I know he's pretty contro, like not controversial, but like opinions are split on him over there.
3: I worship him like a god.
1: I'm okay, okay with his stand up, but I don't really like anything else he's done, and I don't think he's a good person. <laughs>
3: Okay. Uh, see, I'm pretty much flip round on that. Like, I think his uh, early stand-up was good, and then he went a bit... It's a bit preachy. Weird, and yeah. It's very well, preachy. He has, he has brilliant moments, but a bit odd. Um, and I think most of the stuff he's written is great. I mean, I think The Office is the most perfect sitcom this country's produced. I think Extra's had its moments... Life's Too Short was terrible, but then afterlife, the thing he's done on Netflix recently is fucking brilliant. See, I thought that was really preachy as well. I couldn't really
1: get it. I like there's bits oh. of it that are really funny. Like, you know, when he threatens
3: a small ginger child with a hammer. Really good, yeah. <laughs> but I, I found it really affecting. I really like I really liked it. But um yeah, I do I do really like Gervais, I must admit. Stand up wise, I'm quite wide ranging. Um I love James A. Castor at the minute. Absolutely oh, brilliant. No, no. Oh, he's so good. He's, he's Netflix. He's got four shows on Netflix. Oh, that's wow. four too many. No, he's so good. He's so good. Um, but I like Stuart Lee as well. Absolutely brilliant.
0: There are very, very like isolated and diverging stand up comedy communities in England and the US. Yeah. I don't know that many English comedians. Like a few make the jump.
3: Yeah, not but many. There's
0: a fucking ton of them and i'm aware that there are a ton of them i just like
3: you get the very very odd english comedian who is more successful over there as well like um daniel sloss um i don't know him do you not right so he's more successful in america than he is in this country and he's well,
1: who's, who's the guy who did the, does the day was it john stewart oh john stewart know?
3: is a genius yeah no sorry yeah john oliver john oliver john oliver john oliver john yeah, Oliver's sorry.
0: amazing
1: yeah but not like I've never known him being over here. I only know him through that show,
3: but he's a writer, isn't he? His most successful thing over here was the Bugle podcast that he did with Andy Zaltzman, a satirical uh, podcast that right, they originally okay. did for The Times. Then they started slagging off Rupert Murdoch and it all seemed to sort of cut off, And they, but they managed to go independent and do it themselves. Um, yeah. But it was absolutely brilliant. But uh, John Oliver was always based in America. Um, right. But um, yeah, then obviously got uh what is it last week tonight which is fucking brilliant. Yeah,
0: because he was on the Daily Show for a long
3: time, which I yes, with John Stewart. That's yeah, yeah. I oh, I used to love the Daily Show, it was so good.
0: I like the new one. It's not the same, but it, I like uh um, Yeah
3: Trevor Noah's alright. Trevor yeah. Noah's stand
0: up is good. I like stand up Trevor, Noah. Is, really
1: Trevor Noah is very funny, yeah. 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 He is good.
0: I like his stand up a lot more than the Daily Show stuff, but
1: Yeah. I yeah, agree with but that. He's been yeah. he's been on like quite a few panel shows here and he's he's in, he seems like an incredibly intelligent and eloquent yes. Guy yeah. and I like him a lot. He's yeah.
3: good. but then sometimes I just like dick jokes. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I am wide ranging in my stand-up. I like. I've seen Jimmy Carr a load of times, and I mean he's couldn't...
0: fine. I've seen him a few times.
3: Yeah, I mean as well. I th- I like the way his acts evolved over the years because when I first saw him, it was straight up one liner, one liner, one liner. And then I think yeah. the last time I saw him, which admittedly was years ago, like the the whole second half of the show was just crowd work. He was just chatting to people, and. It was really good. It was really strong. And I'm sure he had a backup of jokes he could fall back on if it all yeah. goes wrong. But like, yeah, it, it, his act definitely evolved over the years. And uh, I mean, obviously, he's known more as a bloody host, panel show host over here, isn't he? But I mean, much as much as being an actual comedian, but he's good.
0: Well, you're given your two particular senses of humor. I think you would really like Mike Birbiglia. You should check it out. Yeah, we'll do his stuff. He is. A, he does a bit about not being able to stop stupid words from coming out of him. But then he's telling these stories from the perspective of like, now I'm in the room with the audience. Okay. So he's like, I know, I know I'm in the future too. (laughs) What I should have said was nothing. What I did say was, and then film looks like one of them, he's carrying a, He's moving in and he's carrying a mattress. uh, And he like locked himself out of the building. And so like a girl opens the door for him and she's like, if you were a rapist you wouldn't be carrying your own mattress <laughs> and then he's like what I should have said was <laughs> oh. nothing what I did say was you'd be surprised
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah good I can gamble on board with that yeah definitely not the rape the comedy yeah yeah the comedy yeah, yeah well so he, he didn't rape the girl he was, the comedy. he was moving in so well you'd bring your own mattress wouldn't you <laughs>
0: Right now, I've been on a kick of John Mulaney. We watched his specials, like, a bunch of times back to back. He was the head writer for SNL for a long time, and I was okay. off on his own. He came up through the, like, improv scene, I think, in Chicago or maybe New York. So he's got a very intelligent, very sort of, like, reactive humor. Okay. And he tells good stories about being on the SNL staff, but then also is just, like, a funny guy. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, three or four specials on Netflix, too. He's weird, though. I wouldn't recommend him to a lot of people. I just like him.
3: Okay. And because it rhymes with the person you just said, uh, Rob Delaney, he's fucking yes. great in stand-up.
0: We're watching the last season of Catastrophe right now.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, Catastrophe's great, yeah. But Rob Delaney's very, very good in stand-up. Oh, Greg Davis as well, he's really good. Greg Davis is amazing. He's yeah. very, very funny. He's really good.
1: The R&B singer. That's Craig David.
0: I know, I know. I'm
3: <laughs> similar, though. Yeah, Yeah. very yeah. similar. Yeah, I love Greg Davis. He's, he's very good stand-up. Uh, Sam Danby asks, "What other podcasts do you listen to? What's the podcast? Seems sacrilegious that to ask us. I so listen to us. And that's yep. it on repeat, please. Yes, get Thank the you. numbers up.
0: I can't even think of any other podcasts besides Miles Offside. I've never heard of even a single other one.
1: I mean, you do have another one. Is that what you're trying to get?
0: I mean, if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it.
3: <laughs> the nah, Nerdy right. Nerd Chronicles." Uh, but I don't listen.
0: It's <laughs> as You do listen, right?
3: I do listen. Yeah, I do. I. It's weird for me because I'm I'm not a super nerd. So to hear you guys talk so passionately about the ways in which John Wick can kill someone. Is really I haven't watched any of those films, but I, (laughs) but not a single one. But I was it, it it enthralled me to hear about how he kills people with a pen or a book or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was it's enjoyable.
0: Yeah, we did do forty minutes of John killing people. <laughs>
3: yeah, pretty much. Which is
0: really weird that you uh, have never seen those, but you enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. Yeah,
3: no, it's, I think it was it was good. Um, and then you refer- then very occasionally you reference films I have seen, like The Incredibles two, and um, <laughs> why that's you know not as good because it's not got as many kills. Um, no, <laughs> I doubt the body count is The as high count in Incredibles is two yeah. as John Wick yeah. three yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, less kill uh, count. Yeah. No, I have been listening. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. Very good. Um, so, he's got a few categories. He listens to some science ones, uh, none of which I've heard of. Well, I've heard of TED Talk, obviously, but uh, Blue Streak Science, Sleepwalkers, Science Verses. I mean, that's your wheelhouse, really, Oscar. Um, do you listen to any science podcasts?
0: Uh, I listen to some like science slash statistics nerdier ones. Like the 538 podcast is really good. Um And then a lot of these li- line up with science, but it's much more comedy. I'm not into like really serious podcasts. That's like not my thing. Okay. Um, But if someone does serious stuff, but with a comedy tweak, I'm all about it. So like the Cracked podcast is incredibly informative. They always have like cool, crazy things like nine ways that colors affect your psychology. Okay. That was an amazing, that was like, they did a whole episode on that and it was like, Studies about the color red and the color pink and the color blue and why, like, certain medications are certain colors, or like, in the US, it's actually illegal to paint the away locker room a certain shade of pink. Really? Because someone had a psychological study that they realized that that shade of pink calms you down significantly. Um, which is the why Pepto Bismol is that color. It's that specific pink. It's, it meant, it soothes you, like, on a psychological level. Science. Independent of culture, too. So they used to paint locker rooms that color and then teams would just lose. Like there like there was a lot of statistical analysis to prove that it was like a a measurable effect. So it's now illegal to paint your away locker room that color. So cool shit. So crack podcast for nerdy sciency cool stuff. But it's funny. It's like comedians always. So
3: Um he lists some crime ones he listens to. Um Zodiac Killer, Atlanta Monster, Wonderland Murders, uh Teacher's Pet which I have listened to.
1: Uh, see, I've never listened to any of that, like, because like, people go on about serial and stuff like that, but I've never listened yeah. to any crime. See, I'm podcast. a sucker for a
3: true crime podcast, and
1: like I did serial when
0: it was popular, yeah, and then never again.
1: So, are they not like they're not like dramatized or anything? It's just they tell you so kind of like when they did Making a Murderer on on Netflix. That's it's kind exactly of a similar what Making a
0: Murderer
3: was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, serial. The first series is good because I think the the host sort of. She, as she goes through the podcast, sort of flip flops between whether she thinks he's guilty or innocent, and you know, you you feel right, like you're okay. going along with her, and it's it's really yeah. good. The second series, I I got bored after two episodes. I didn't didn't listen to anything. Yeah, it was,
0: I listened. To, I think the first episode, and then yeah, I
3: wasn't bothered. I was like, nope, I don't care about the this. Fir- the first season's good.
0: My actual favorite podcast is a nerdy one for like pop culture stuff. Pretty much exactly the same stuff we cover on Nerdy Nerd. It's two Australian comedians. I'm weirdly into Australian podcasts, actually. There's like four or five that I listen to. Okay. The Weekly Planet.
3: Oh, yeah. They do, I've they're heard really of that. funny yep. and
0: they do all the nerdy stuff. And then they're one of their like sibling podcasts because they have a whole network. It's called Do Go On. Ian, I think you in particular would love Do Go On. Do Go On. It's just three comedians. Every week, one person has to do a report to the class. Okay. And then the other two have to try to distract them and get the conversation as off the rails as possible. And they're just like generally assholes.
1: So they stole our idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're good. Their chemistry is much better than ours.
3: <laughs> uh, well, that, that teacher's pet one that he mentions is is an Australian one as well. It's about a, an old case of a woman going missing and whether her husband at the time killed her or not. And it's sort of like an ongoing thing, like he's been arrested recently. It's a bit... It's quite dry in places. All the podcasts are like... <laughs> I mean, this one's going to be a lengthy one, so I can't say that uh, long podcasts are bad. But, I mean, it does it does get a bit sort of dry but it it is an interesting case definitely and i i listened to an american one from uh two guys from ohio um true crime garage and they um they review beer and then like take a like old murder case or something and go through it it's really good <laughs> an acquired taste but i, I really yeah there's like a it.
0: podcast for everything man
3: i love that yeah.
0: i love the idea of podcasting like it's just great it's great it's great because it's you just can find of, a podcast on everything
3: it's it's so sort of intimate with one with the three of us we are just we've been chatting for i mean i'll edit it down hard but we've been chatting for <laughs> two, two hours and a quarter now i've got on my yep. timer and um but it also it's like it's like that with the listener as well isn't it because i mean i don't know about you but like pretty much you just forget that you're doing a podcast as most of our content probably shows and you're just having a chat so it's nothing lets the listener in like that not even like live radio or anything i don't think
2: well
0: and i think it's so cool that like we're we're by no means a big podcast like we're a very small podcast Uh, apart
1: from in barbados still chatting in barbados
0: france and virginia too but that's exactly my point like it's so cool that we have listeners in virginia and australia Like, think about how far apart those two fucking places are, and Finland, and, like, that's just cool to me.
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, that leads us on to Adam P. What's the best and worst thing about doing the podcast? Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) For both? For both, yeah.
0: I find that acceptable. (laughs) Yeah. The best thing is, honestly, just getting to talk to you guys once a week. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice to have friends.
3: No, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's nice to have that that put aside time to just have 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 a chat and a beer, even if we're not in the same room as we've said before. But it is definitely worst part is Adam. Adam, yeah. Worst part Adam. is Adam, yeah. Yeah, worst yeah. part. Is Adam. Um, the worst part is sifting through the autograph hunters as I try and get to my car in the morning. Ugh. The worst um, part
0: for Ian is genuinely editing. Yeah, it's he's too nice to
3: say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's edit I'm far too much of a perfectionist, so it takes it takes me far too long. Basically, about if I'm uh, a half hour of the podcast takes me about an hour and a half to edit. Yeah. Oh, I haven't
0: quite got quite that far down. I would say I'm twenty minutes for two hours. No, that's not. It depends. Depends on the week for a nerdy nerd. Yeah. I'm fucking horrible.
3: <laughs> it takes so long. Yeah. It does. It does take a long time. So yeah, that that I mean that is the worst thing. But it's a labour of love, isn't it? But yeah, the best thing is the best thing is definitely the fact that yeah you get as you say, people listening from California to Australia who, like, get in touch with us and sort of want to ask us questions, like tonight. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: it is. I mean, you know, everyone jokes that the podcast is a bit self-indulgent and... It is. Yeah, it is, kind of. (laughs) Like, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. I think, you know, to do something that you enjoy and, and to get that kind of feeling and venting and the weird... Like you said, the weird thing of, oh, people actually want to listen to us. It's a bit odd.
0: Although we do have our new number one fan, the other Oscar. See you later, Dave, and see you later, Adam. All right, now that we have a fan named Oscar, you know that there are our number <laughs> new one New Oscar, now. yeah. Oh, <laughs> take. Yeah, the new Oscar, the other Oscar, officially number one fan.
1: <laughs> that was the Oscar I meant when I said the best and worst thing, by the way, this guy as well. Yeah. <laughs> this new,
3: new one is.
0: <laughs> That's the last thing you need is another Oscar floating around.
3: And our last question. From Dave Mateo, obviously. At what point in the fifty episodes did Oscar take over as the biggest <laughs> on the show? What is that about? Rackets, Chuck, raise your game. I don't know. What have you done to upset Dave?
0: I have no idea. What, what have I, I done? To be I the helped rest of him a with dick? his
3: tattoo design a few months ago.
0: He sends me comments about his fucking classwork, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'd love to have an opinion <laughs> on this. Now I'm the biggest on the pod. What the fuck, bro?
3: That seems to come out of nowhere. It's
1: amazing. What is that about? We well, didn't say you're the biggest on the pod, just that you're more the one than me. I mean, Ian yeah. still could be up there for for Dave. We don't know what Dave's rankings are.
3: No, true. We haven't we haven't seen his spreadsheet. Um, but me and Oscar have recently uh, listened to episode one, and I think it was probably about episode three, maybe or, or maybe the one where he got drunk. I don't know where Chuck started showing his true colors, and then from then on he's. He's been just well, awful. and you
0: can hear his real accent come out as you go through like the first five episodes. It's slowly more and more, uh more or less and less polished. Let's say. Oh,
3: what, did we? Did we all have BBC pronunciation before?
0: <laughs> well, Chuck certainly did. <laughs> Ian, I don't think you could if you tried because you're from the north. So, like,
3: <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this voice is from the north. Yeah,
0: but Chuck was like, "Oh, I
1: dare say, could sir."
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: Again, why didn't you do a southern accent last time, like a deep south? Did I? Yeah, for when he was portrayed Finley. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll that's
3: say so. <laughs> mhm. day. <laughs> so that's it. If you want to get in touch with us at any point and thank you for all of those questions. Uh we we asked and you delivered. We had we've still got for questions once. in the bank. Um so thank you for that. We can be found on Twitter at miles Offside pod on Facebook as miles Offside, And if you've got an email, send us milesoffsidepod at gmail.com. But more importantly, we can also be found on Patreon, patreon.com slash miles pod, where you can donate, uh, monthly money to keep us being able to do this. Cause it costs money to host even at our level. And, you will get extra pods and stuff. So if you want to check that out, that would be much appreciated. Extra pods and dick pics. Yeah, maybe. I mean And
1: potentially socks. Yeah, someone but get that. I really wanna wanted... that's can we go back to that question again about dreams? And that uh, I never knew that what I really wanted to do is just buy people socks. That's what you wanted to do when you grew up. Yeah. That's what I want to do now when I grow up. I'm still the child of this podcast.
3: <laughs> have them have them give you $30 a month and you send them socks.
1: Yes. Yeah, cool. On a six-monthly cycle.
3: <laughs> yeah. And just to let you know of the plan as well, we are going to take a few weeks off now. Are we? Yeah. Have a little holiday, Chuck. You know, go see your kid. Um, bond. Nah, 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 that's right. Yeah, shit it. Um... And we're going to take a few weeks off, come back probably after the Women's World Cup is finished, do a little Mm -hmm. wrap-up of that and any other news that has arose. And then we're going to think about previewing next season and do Miles Offside Pod season two. 50 episodes of this shit. (coughs) Download now and please rate, review, five stars. Please rate, Review. review. Yeah, we could do with some reviews, to be honest.
0: Although we actually have a rating that shows up in the U.S. now because Sam Danby did it while he was over here on vacation. So thank you, Sam.
3: Thanks, Sam. But yeah, do do give us a review. It helps other people find our podcast. And I think there's going to be a lot of people looking for new pods to listen to with a new season starting. So if you can review us on iTunes or wherever you get your pods, it would be tremendously helpful.
0: And if you, like me, get 900 people asking you how to get into the Premier League, Every year, when there's new American fans who are like, oh, this soccer thing is cool, maybe I'll give it a chance, just tell them to listen to us. Yeah,
3: and that will just put them off for life.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: We'll tell them to support Norwich, and then they'll never watch football again. Or Peterborough. Howard Farrington. PE teacher. Legend. Beard. (laughs) Beard. Beardy. Beardy legend. And
1: that's it. Thank you very much for listening, guys. A big old bumper ball bag of questions. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I can kiss away the pain. Never tell you I met Enrique Iglesias. No. Ah. Oh.
0: I'm not Enrique Iglesias. Does he think he's on a podcast (laughs) with Enrique Iglesias this whole fucking time?
1: No. I say my name
0: every day at the beginning of the podcast. I met him like
1: seven years ago. Seven years ago? Eight years ago. And me and this other guy sang Hero at him in the style of Kermit the Frog, and he didn't appreciate it.
3: Oh. Cool. What a a shocking surprise that he didn't appreciate that. Yes. Did you ever... um, see the South Park episode where, like, they're taking the piss out of Rob Schneider films. Rob yes. uh, <laughs> <with the>, <laughs> Schneider. Yeah, Rob. Exactly, Schneider yeah. is a carrot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> PG-13. Well, my, I've got a mate who I lived with at uni um, who's uh, this sort of six-foot-two Icelandic dude, and um, we used to be obsessed with South Park, and he saw Rob Schneider out. I can't remember where he was now, somewhere... And my mate was pissed and was just going up to him going, Rob Schneider is the stapler. <laughs> 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 Apparently he was getting so pissed off. As you was.
1: Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is derp. <laughs> Ready? <right good. Yeah>. DG13. <laughs> so good. Nice.
0: Hmm. All right, so you want to get back to yeah. the...